One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good evening or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It is season 10. It is episode 26. And you can hear already the dulcet tones of uh, George Bucci. Hello. Daddy Bucci. Hello. Where are you and what are you doing? I'm at home in my living room recording a podcast with you, gentlemen. Uh, and tonight we have, uh, he's, he's found a new career as a painter and decorator. He's called himself Michelangelo, better known as Chef Men, better known as Nigel Khan. Where are you and what are you doing? I'm in my shed. Oh, hang on. I was ready for that. Shed Man. Shed <laughs> right who, who sung that george me again still it me. was you yeah. <laughs> you should be in music oh uh, i dabble yeah you you should join do what um that was deep the part. whispering top cat wasn't it <sighs> we'll we talk about deep part later but maybe you should do you know, record your own song and get into the charts maybe. and of course i i, I haven't forgotten Lenny Len, uh, Canning Town Len, welcome back. Where Good are evening. you and what are you doing? I'm in the studio doing a podcast with you, taking a break from a hard day colouring in. Colouring in. <laughs> I, sometimes when I do um, predictions for Clarence and you. On the West Ham. I, 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 hang on. <laughs> hang on. Whoa. Whoa I was going to take that. I was going to go right early with that. You nicked it already. <laughs> Uh, when, when when I do it on Clarence here and I do Lauro versus the fans and I ask everybody on here, um, not uh, George never replies, but I call you an animator. But that's what are enough. you? Are you no, an no, animator? No, right. no, I'm an or animator. a filmmaker or a podcast presenter? What what do you well, identify I'm most as? Definitely not a podcast presenter, am I? Um, well, you are by default because you are on a podcast. You yeah, but I, I can't present it. Can you not? 
Yeah, well, you're a presenter. Go, really, you're not a host. There you go. Next, next week, Len's presenter. No, no. Oh, <laughs> I'm between a host and a presenter. You are well, a presenter. I'm a by artist, first and foremost, but I've become okay. an animator. And, uh, and a, yeah, our filmmaker's fair enough. Yeah, why not? Artiste. Do you, do you identify more Listen, as an artiste? We've all got to adapt, haven't we? Yeah. Changes yeah. every year. Anyway, welcome, Len. Uh, no you. John tonight. Uh, he's, he's got an important job on tomorrow. He's, uh, and he has to get up early. Uh, but at least there's four on us tonight. And guess what? We're on the back of another win. Yay. Anyway, that's all the time we have tonight. I've been Sean. John, no, no, we're not that short tonight. Um, let's start with you, George. Uh, Burnley, the Clarets. The Clarets. 1-0 win. Easy, easy, easy. Discuss. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it was easy. Um, I thought it was a blooming good win. It's the sort of game again. Uh, I, I'll actually, I'll, I'll preface all of this by saying that I'm thoroughly enjoying watching us in the last. Hey, um, watching some of the other football going on in the league. You know that even that Man United Liverpool game yesterday, I just thought was pretty crap all round. Um, and I genuinely enjoy watching us, which is a, a rarity. But uh, yeah, I thought we thoroughly deserved our win. Um, that Burnley aren't an easy team; they're they're doing all right, and uh, we we beat them quite soundly. I thought. I mean, they they troubled us at times, but equally we troubled them. Who's watching match today? Uh, someone. Yeah, it, it, it'll be. Uh, Nigel <laughs> trying to have a bit of a laugh. Or no, I was putting match of the day on because I haven't watched it. Oh. well, you haven't watched the game. Well, no, of course I've watched the game, no. but I haven't watched Match of the Day. So I thought, while we were no. talking, I'll well, stick me, it on my phone. Don't be so rude. Go on, Sorry, on, George. It's all right, don't worry. Um, star players for me, um, I thought uh, Ogborn had another very good game. He's been incredible yeah. this season. Um, I didn't think uh, Bowen was immense, monstrous or gigantic, Sean, despite you saying Really? That. Really? What other words did we use to describe him? Uh, immense, gigantic, monstrous, massive, monstrous, enormous. You didn't use my favourite, which is gargantuous. And bigly. Bigly. As That's Ian Dale right had yeah. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't get that. Yeah. You have to go to grammar school or private school to get well, that. No, but oh, well. He was, well, he I was didn't, actually, obviously. But... He was responding to another comment in there, wasn't he? Um. But yeah, Jared Jared Bowen for me is he, he does cause problems. He is a threat, but and he's consistently that way. But equally, he's consistently wasteful, in my opinion. Um, he's got yeah, a lot. Said that. He's got a lot about him, and he could be a very very good player. But at the minute, he he hogs the ball too much for me, and he misses a lot of chances. And I know he scores a few as well, but he has a lot, and he can be quite wasteful. So. I think there's a potentially immense player in him, but at the minute he's not immense for me, which just to give that some background to the listeners, Sean was bigging him up big time, wondering why he gets subbed when he's immense. Those uh, pictures you've just sent, Nigel. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> good, aren't they? Yeah. Is that her mobile number as well? I believe so, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that's just yeah, completely... If you all want to see him, I'll stick him in the yeah, group. Oh, hang on. Oh, I, 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 I want to see it, Sean. 
Uh, if your cleaner catches you with them, you'll be right in trouble. Uh, don't send them. <laughs> I can't go anywhere, so don't send them. <laughs> anyway, George, flashpoints. Obviously, uh, Antonio uh, scored the goal. Um, did we, did, did um, Fabianski have a lot to do, really? Um, oh, I can't remember now, did he? Um, nothing sticks out in my mind. I remember him being pretty solid. But, yeah, I mean, we deserve to beat him. There's no question about did, that. Did you ever feel... Like, I, I thought we had it in the bag. I've watched some games and I feel nervous. But for whatever reason, I don't know why, we were only 1-0 up. I just didn't feel like they were going to score. I thought they were... Look, I'm not bigging down West Ham. Well, I thought they were picking down, picking down, yeah, picking down. <laughs> I make up words sometimes. Um, I'm picking down West Ham. I'm, it's a double negative. I, I, I just didn't think Burnley turned up very much. They just didn't seem no. to be at the races, if I dare say that. No, they weren't, were they? Um, they've just gone through a takeover. Did you know that? I did. So Mr. Garlic sold up, didn't he? He he sold up. Let me. I know it's not a takeover podcast. It's it's not price of football. But let me tell you this: um, they made a complaint uh, to Amazon uh, over um, their coverage because Upson and and a few others sort of put some disparaging comments about the new takeover. And it's it's what's called a leverage takeover, where the new American owners, a consortium or a, cap, a capital. Um, uh, venture capitalists only put in 15 million, right? They borrowed another amount from Michael Dell of, of Dell Computers and they borrowed 53 million pounds from Burnley's own bank account. So it was a, it was a, so it's what the Glazers done to United then, basically. Yeah, basically. So it's a leverage deal where you didn't have enough money. They only have 15 million and they've managed to buy the club by borrowing the money. And, and using money already in the account to buy, I just, I just made eighty-four percent of the company. So be careful what you wish for when you ask for a takeover. That was the point I was going to make. You just, made, just made me laugh that Bernie's former owner is known as well. His, his name's Richard Garlic, I believe. Is it? <laughs> yeah, he was at the game though. This was funny. The new owner wasn't because he was Dick, apparently Dick, suffering COVID. Dick Garlic. So let's talk about, let's remind you of the shots. <laughs> While I was talking about the takeover of Burnley, maybe the secret agent thought was got the Clarence Hugh, uh, Clarence Hugh, Clarence Blue shirts got mixed up and it, he said that there'll be a new takeover by the end of the year. The deal went through on the 31st of December. So maybe he got West Ham and Burnley mixed up. Anyway, West Ham had 45% possession at home. Wow. Burnley had 55, obviously. West Ham had 15 shots, four on target. Burnley had 10 shots, two on target, so maybe were the worthy winners. George, anything more you want to discuss about the game with the Clarets before uh, we move on to um, Lenny? Not right now, no. I'm sure I'll chip in with some more. Okay. Lenny boy, did you watch it? Did you? Of course did I did. You, uh, yeah? Of course I did. I'm, did a, you put... I'm a Prime video partner. Why wouldn't why did... I watch it on Prime? <laughs> did, you, uh, did you put your pen down? Yeah, I did, actually. I had a little break. Yeah. Okay. Is it virtual pen? I know it's not an artist podcast, but I've checked. when you draw, do you yep. draw in one of those sort of electronic oh, pads? With, yeah. Yeah, often, yeah. Or actually, sometimes my finger. 
Or sometimes oh, really? I could grid it with a biro, do outlines of a biro, then put it on, then go over it with my finger or or a, or a stylus. It depends. Okay. But it's, it's, I'm Okay, all right, fair enough. Fair enough. I don't use stylus if I want to watch TV while I'm doing it. I use the trackpad and use my finger. It's all the same, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> Nigel with his painting, his painting ceilings. You know, he's, <laughs> sometimes he does like the Sistine Chapel. Sometimes he just gets the roller out and whacks the emotion on. Sistine in the cars is all I get, mate. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I watched it. It was, it was, um, uh, I wouldn't say entertaining, and I thought we gave them too much, too much of a chance to get back in the game. Uh, I thought we were the better team. I thought we should have got more goals. I don't think Burnley played great or troubled us too much, but if we're going to keep doing that, not taking our chances, we're going to get caught out. And I'm pleased it wasn't um, Saturday, and I'm desperate. For Desperate for it not to be in the next game against Fatso. Okay. Anything more to add? Um, I'll take your point about um, Boeing. It holds onto the ball for slightly too long. Um, now, that's, that's a bad George's point. George's oh, point, yeah. yeah. But like I said, I'm not not slagging him off. No, I, no. I would start him every week. I would. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there is a top player in there. I just yeah. He's there yet. He's a danger man. I mean, let me just ask you a few questions. Obviously, played one up front with Antonio. Um, we talked about Bowen. Ben Rama, is he? Uh, Fornell's had another good game yeah. as well. Um, he was my man in the match, actually. Yeah. Ben I'll Rama. i say that. No, Fornell's was. I'll say that. Yeah. I, I think... Um, Rice and Ogbonna are moving into a different class of consistency. To be honest, yeah, they could either of them could be the man of the match every game. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I like what Fornells is doing at the moment as well. He's he is coming into it. Ben Rama, does he deserve his place um, in that those three defenders? Is he, um, is he, ben Rama's not a defender. Sorry, defender and midfielder. Not the three defenders. Midfielder. Um, let's see after another few games. He's he, he. I thought it was one of his one of his best games. One yeah, of his best games. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we, obviously, there's no point talking about Suchek and Rice. They're immense. Mm. Although I don't exactly know what we do if if one of them gets injured. Uh, Dawson. Yeah. He stays, does he? Ruffle yeah. Dawson. Yeah. Better, more, better than sure. Belbran. Better than Diop. How old is he? The... Dawson. 30, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Younger than... Uh, I think we've, we've got an option for him for about two million quid to, to buy him. and uh... Bargain. Although I am slightly and... worried about his well-being. <laughs> well, he didn't collapse for this game, <laughs> at least, did he? For, for, for a while. But but, yeah. but he did He did do... i tell you what, he's got that sort of rough and tough. I mean, I don't know what you thought, whether he, he should have got something about... You know, he, he stamped... Did he stamp and then... Oh no, he elbowed. He elbowed um, and then fell over. I mean, that, and then fell over menacingly. I, I mean, was, I was grimacing watching that because I thought, oh, VAR, they're going to pull him up on that. Yeah, but they back. can't. But they, but they could, couldn't they? Why not? No, apparently, if if the ref didn't see it, it wasn't something that someone was saying that you can't be pulled up by VAR. I thought that was a whole I point of VAR, but anyway, um, 
yeah, it I, only I, can I, be used for certain decisions though I, so there I, has to have been a yellow card or a goal or an offside for something for them to review it george is what i'm told right okay well yeah i thoroughly expect him to be pulled up for that but um yeah i think it wasn't a red it, though was it it, it was, wasn't but you could see it being given as well you've I mean. seen it given a red yeah. yeah but yeah i don't think it deserved anything and i'm glad it didn't get anything uh and Sufau is just again you know he seems undroppable at the moment uh, uh, uh you know that there's no way fredericks or anyone else is getting back is there doesn't look like it uh ogbonna as well immense yeah cresswell new lease of life as well um I've got him in my fancy team. So, I mean, I think, you know, it's hard to pick faults in anyone in the team, really. Yeah. Um, Everyone's finding their place, aren't they? I'll yeah, and then you've got Lanzini on the bench. You know, you've got yeah. Lanzini. Uh, who else? Uh, Yamalenko. Who else came on? That was it, wasn't it? That was it, I think. I think it was, you're right. Yamalenko came on on uh, 82. Lanzini came on in 68. But you had uh, Frederick Alves. Uh, who's the um, uh, centre back? You've got Mark Noble, poor bless him. Uh, Issa Diop was back, um, but didn't get used. And Ryan Fredericks was on the bench. Ben Johnson, of course, Darren Randolph. And uh, we haven't talked about him yet. And, and maybe I want to get that one last thing before we go to Nigel. Uh, Meepo. I'm going to call him Meepo because I can't pronounce his second one. Uh, Udu Becker. Becko. Becko. <laughs> How do you pronounce uh, the a young striker's uh, name, uh, Len? I think you got it spot on, didn't you? I think it is a Becco, isn't it? Something like that. I think so. Like the washing now, machine paper. I was about to say, like the cheap washing machines, the Myland. No, he didn't get on, but he, he got a few minutes on the previous match. And, um, you know, he, he left Man United um, to come to us to try and get game time. He's been out for a few months with a hamstring. Uh, hasn't been able to train because they shut down the academy. Um, but it maybe he gets his chance to shine. The next maybe. Michael Owen. Maybe. Anyway, uh, anywho, uh, let's move over to Nigel. He's been waiting patiently in the wings, Michelangelo. Are you available for paint and decorating duties, by the way, Nigel? Uh, at the moment, I am. Well, I'm busy. I'm tied up this week with this. What's hour. your day rate? What's your day rate for painting and decorating? Well, you know, I don't like to discuss day rate. You know, it depends where the ass is, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. All right, let's say I'm in Canning Town. What What do I get in Canning Town? <laughs> what do you get? Mugged. <laughs> What's my day rate for a paint? I'm, I'm, I've got a little, I've got a two, two up, two down in Canning Town. What's the day rate for a little bit of a paint job in uh, Canning Town? Uh, well, we would have to negotiate, wouldn't we? I'd have to do a survey. Oh, you know, a go. tradesman never gives away his pricing, does he? All right. Anyway, we've got I'm tight more than the daughter's paying me, that's for sure. Sean Dyche. Yes. He, he seems to have, I mean, I'm doing such a good job at Burnley. Um, is this the end of the road for Sean Dyche this season? Well, if you, I mean, if you're saying it does such a good job at the end of the road, for what reason? Because it, when you look at the money that they've spent and what they've done, he, he doesn't really get a lot, does he? So, but you know, he keeps him in the division. Look, no, but that's what wrong. I'm saying. So, he and keeps him in the division. Saying. So, why is it in the Burnley podcast? Why is it in the road? 
Yeah. That's what right, I wondered. Sure. Why it's the end of the road. George is right. It's not a Burnley podcast. No. Let's talk about West Ham demolition of, of the Clarets. Well, I, I mean, another one they'll win. I know. Take what it. happened to the team that destroyed Wolves and done Leicester the, the free-flowing football? I don't know if it's a Premier League thing because there seems to be a lot more tighter games. Uh, when you look, there's not this. The goal seems to have dried up in the Premier League at the moment. There's a lot of one nils and one nils as well. You know, Sean. Um, I know because I, uh, I, I yeah. beat you every week in yes. uh, Super Sticks. So, That's yeah, right. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of a lot of tight games at the moment, and yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not complaining, but there's. I mean, I thought it was a fortunate win. I did. I did. We were a better team, and we looked more. We, we we had more attacking threat, but their keeper never really made an outstanding save, and neither did Fabianski. And what, what separated the um, two teams, which at the end of the day, the ball the ball had no right to reach Antonio um, from a Burnley point of view. They had two centred halves there, and the fact is, you know, me flicks it over the head of Tarkowski um, and stabs it home. He didn't look very special, Tarkowski. No, he Maybe. didn't. He, he didn't look worth the money. And, you know, um, he's not, though. He's not. He's not. He's he was never worth that money. Thirty million we we offered for him. Well, that, that just shows five, and and we and we and I tell you what, Dawson looks the better defender. Well, Certainly on, on uh, Saturday's yeah, game. Anyway, no, the, the thing is, Dawson looks good. I'm not, not going to knock Dawson because he's coming. He's done well. He's made the shirt and he's kept the shirt because he keeps playing well. But it must be a damn sight easy when you when you've got Rice and Sue check in front of you and Ogbonna next to you. Yeah, and and so. you know this is the thing we've had a role reversal now where we we thought well we we'll get goals but we're always ship them. Now we look very very mean at the back, which is great. The problem is we've sort of lost something up front. Ben Rama, I don't think he's settled in. So someone did say I thought I was harsh. I could sort of you know. He's got the makings of being the next Aaron Lennon to me. There's a lot of nice footwork from him. It's some great. He always beats the first man. He'll get the ball and he'll go and he'll go past them, but then he just runs into someone else. Um, so he's got a problem with letting go of the ball. As football, like education-wise, I think Bowen has. I mean, there was one point where Bowen's gone through and Ben Rama is open, 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 but Bowen carries the ball into the penalty area. By then, their defenders are back. It's too late. So decision-making at the front is not, at the moment, tip-top. But, you know, hey-ho. But the, you know what? We're getting very lucky at being lucky. There's an old saying in business, yeah? The harder I work, the luckier I get. I'll just That's leave you not, with that. that. Was Gary Player said that. The more I practice... Oh, is it? Was it Gary Player? Well, with the business. Oh, well, who knows? It bloody golf. Actually, it could have been Ben Hogan, to be honest. There's a little bit of an bloody urban... Bloody golf. Bloody golf. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, um, I mean, I don't know if it's lucky because I felt we deserved the win. Yeah, but yeah, I did because we were the better of the two teams. But it was Game two very yeah, inches, it was it was two very even teams. Hmm. That's that, that's that's the way I saw it. We're and, all happy though, realistically. We want to be a lot better than Burnley, not even is, with them. Is oh, is Bowen immense? No. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> you is can't he... believe no one else shares that opinion, do you, Sean? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm struggling. Why I, no one else has the but same. Did I answered your question, which was, why does he keep getting subbed? And you, you took no notice of it. Well, because I didn't agree with it. Oh no! But that is the reason. When you look, what well, when you look, we haven't got a striker to bring on, and we haven't is really he gigantic a striker to bring on. So the reason is he, he keeps getting subbed is we've got two or three players that can come on in that position. So is that's why you'll see Ben Rama always subbed, and that's why you'll see Bowen always subbed because you've got Yarmolenko, you've got Lanzini to come in. Your four nails ain't playing. Four nails will come on. So. We've got five or six players that that are quite similar. I I, I get what you're saying. Um, (laughs) I don't agree with it, but I get what you're saying. When you look at the bench, when you're sitting at the bench, look at that bench he had. When he looks at the bench, he wants to make a difference. We're 1-0 up. They've got most of the ball. What's he going to do? He's bring Lanzini on. Who's he taking off for Lanzini? He's only got two choices. Ben Rama or Bowie. I wouldn't have taken Ben Rama. I wouldn't have pulled uh, Bowen off, but but there you go. Well, what would you have done then? Uh, I'd left Bowen on and pulled Ben Rama off. Well, he did first and then put Lanzini on, but then he took. But then when he wants to make a second sub, he wants to bring Yarmolenko on. Who are you taking off for Yarmolenko? I wouldn't have put Yarmolenko on. I didn't think we needed the change. No, anyway, anywho, uh, I don't think there's a lot to say. We won. We're eighth. Yeah. We're, we're 11 points we're from not, the same we're ninth. Are we ninth now? Yeah, okay. Who cares? We're looking at the end. Yeah. Uh, how many points are we away from the top for a little title chase? That won't be dark. Uh, eight, oh, I believe. You're right. Uh, seven, actually. Seven, yeah. Man United are top on Man 35. United, 36. 36. Is it 36 now? Yeah, 36. 36. Yeah, seven points ahead of us. Yeah. Leicester on 35. Obviously, six points ahead of us. So we're four thirty-three. We're four points behind Liverpool, and guess what? Man City are only on thirty-two. We're only no. Um, you're you're looking at an old table, mate. Is it? Man City is second now on thirty-five. Oh, oh, right. right. We have a game in hand. Yeah. Well, let's not worry about gaming hands and everything. It's it's a weird season. This. Oh, you're um, right. They're on. Thir- you're right. Man, um, I'm looking at the right, right table now. Uh, <laughs> Manchester United are on thirty-seven. Yeah. Man City on 35 with Leicester, uh, Liverpool on 34, Spurs, boo, 33, Everton 32. And we're on the same points as Chelsea and uh, Southampton, which I keep on pointing out to Chelsea people. You spent £222 million in the uh, summer. We spent nothing. And, and you're trying to go, yeah, we're still above you. Yeah, on goal difference, you plastic fans. Yeah, but they'd spent nothing last year and we spent money. Oh, were you? You you a Chelsea fan all no, of a sudden? No, but what I'm saying is, is that well, people in glass houses oh. throw stones. That's why you look a mug all the time. Yeah, well, uh, it's what I do. 
Um, what I do? Well, that's what I do. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Uh, David Moyes says he is in no hurry um, to sign a new deal. Spoke to a senior source who said, look, we want him. We love him. We want to give him a new deal. He loves us. He wants to stay here. But we're in no hurry. There's a good understanding. There's a good area of trust. You know, we're in no hurry to do a deal with him. We will do a deal. And there could be a good manager available at the end of the season to replace him. When does it run Uh, out? The deal runs out at the end of this season. (laughs) He'd get a new deal. He'd get either a two or three year deal. What if Scott Park was available? He ain't going. Scott Park, look, I promise you now, right, you can give me a forfeit. Like, uh, you know, swimming backstroke or anything like um, um, Mike, uh, Mikel Antonio. This won't happen. He's going to be around. He's either going to get a two or three year deal. It will be wrapped up before the end of the season. And, you know, I've, I've been told nothing to see him move along. Everyone's relaxed about it. Are people going to Scott Parker then? Really? I'm asking. Well, if you Jay. offered me Scott Parker at the end of the season. I'd be tempted. Oh, you fickle Controversy, fan. Controversy, isn't it? Fickle it's, fan. Not, it's not fickle. I'm saying it is. No, I can't be stupid enough to let his contract go down. If Scott Parker can't. You fickle flip flop. Look fan. at the way uh, Fulham play football. Yeah? And, and Scott Parker's got a lot brighter future in football than David Moyes has. Back the manager, Nigel. Yeah? Back uh, the what manager. What I'm looking Listen at this is a long term sustainability. Uh, a legacy um, going forward. I, I yeah. can't believe you all people are undermining the manager on well, the undermining podcast. Undermining the manager. What I'm saying is, is that if Scott Parker did come available, sometimes you have to move if you want your man. I thought better of you, Nigel. You I always have to look for the next manager. You're throwing David Moyes under the brush. Under the brush. This is is West Ham's problem. They never think of the next manager. You've got to have a plan. When you've got this manager, you have to think what happens in two, three years' time. The lifespan of a Premier League manager, especially under Golden Sullivan, is about two and a half years to three years. Are you shocked, George, at Nigel's... This is surprising me, I'm not going to lie. It, I know, I know. I'm, I'm shocked. Listen, I'll back I'm David Moyes all the way. I won't be disappointed if he's the manager next year. But if he don't sign a... Well, I think you've undermined him now, so you've put his, his position at risk. Yeah, that, yeah, me, yeah. People Club listen to this me. podcast. Do they? They're one of our eight listeners. Yeah, oh, they right. do. Okay. Sell the club and fuck off then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you there. This is anyway, Moyes. Anyway, let's move on. Injuries. Um, uh, David Moyes has already said uh, he's not sure uh, Antonio can play on Tuesday. He said, "Let's see how he recovers. We'll leave him a few days. I can't play him every minute of every game, but I, I had to." Do you play think he should have took him off earlier then? No, well, he said that. He explained that. He said, "Other striker then, should he?" He said, "Look, I had to carry on." Um with um, him to ensure the result. I didn't want to play him all of the time. It's not ideal. And we'll see whether he plays. I think he's playing a bit of gamemanship and a bit of mind control with Sam Allardyce. But um, and I'm mind, sure Antonio will. Control. Mind control. That's not the word. Mind Anyway, Masuaku's out for another six to eight weeks. He's still not uh, training on grass yet. So... Um, I own an apology, right? Mm. I own an apology to Russ 
Because last yeah, week I poo pooed, and I've apologised to him privately. But let me, um, I have apologised to him uh, privately, and I'll do it publicly. When he said to me, "Oh, these new uh, West Ham announcements are about just going to the games," I said, "Don't be so silly, Russ. Don't be so silly." But he is the man in the know. He's in, in he's in, in the know, an ITK. And I bowed down to him because he was right. And I spoke to senior people. I spoke to the club. I spoke to senior sources. They went, no, 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 there's nothing about this. This is us creating a dynasty and creating a future. And when they were sussed out, right, and I put it to them straight, right, they went, yeah, all right. Oh, <laughs> it is just about, it is just about getting our no, The only thing I'd say about that. Is is the, the the strange one for me is the addition of Eve Vorley. Um Well, let's call her by a proper name, which right, is Eve. Emma Benton Hughes, oh, right, the mother yeah. of David uh, um, Sullivan Jr. and Jack Sullivan. Yeah, no, by the yeah. way, Jack Sullivan didn't need to be made a director because he was already allowed to go to games because he's managing director of West Ham Women, and because Who of that, he's allowed. The stadium. So what's that? Well, the there's. Because he's also on the board of West Ham Foundation, there's a reason why he's allowed to go. Oh, so, what anyway. the fucking jobs for the boys, isn't it? Well, the strange one is she never looks happy any time she's sitting near Sullivan. Yeah. Well, let's put some light on that shoulder. And she's always, if you look at her, she, she's like, what's Trump's missus called? Uh, you know. Oh, yeah, she's she's they like, have a unique relationship. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So why she? You look at her at a West Ham game. I've never seen a smile or celebrate or happy or anything. She would see very close. You've seen the picture. That yeah, but I what I'm saying is, why would she want to go? She don't seem to like football that much. That's the one I don't get. I understand Dave Sullivan Junior wants to go. Oh, yeah. Charlie, you know, Dave yeah. DG wants to take his mates so Charlie can go. Funny Vanessa and uh, uh, and, uh, yeah. and Jacqueline don't want to go. You know, too busy doing their Anne Summers parties, probably. I would imagine. <laughs> um, let's talk about transfers. Transfer Why? Have you got some news? Well, Dave, here? well, David Moyes says right. So David Moyes says at his press conference, you know, we are looking. We've made some big inquiries. We've made some offers. This was this is just before Burnley. We, but I'm not going to panic buy and buy anyone. If we don't find anyone, we look for a short term loan. He can hire. He can get anyone from abroad because we're up to the maximum domestic. Um, or I'll look at my current squad members, and he means Jarmelenko and Ben Rama and maybe Lanzini, converting them into a striker. Or I'll look at my youth. So he's pretty much said. I'm not going to, I've got to get the right player. Otherwise, I'll rather have no one at all and I'll, I'll just use a lone, my own squad and, and, and youngsters. And I think he should be applauded for that. But that's possibly, look, I think he's had his fingers burnt. And look, I'm not making excuses to the owners, but he got his fingers burnt with Ju- uh, Jordan Kugel. Spent 11 million quid or whatever it was, 10 and a half, 9 was that, and a half. Was he a moist signing, was he? He was a moist signing. Well, considering his brother um, was the agent. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. allegedly, don't don't allegedly, make those false sorry. And it was it false? From... We don't know. Right, thank Pro- you. Um, that there's some things around that that you know <laughs> we shouldn't be talking about because of legal prejudice. Uh, anyway, the obviously he he managed Preston North End. That was his club. Um, but it hasn't worked out. Uh, pop quiz, guys. How many goals in 19 games has Jordan? 
Hugill scored for championship side Norwich without looking it up? Five. Four. Two. Oh, two. Two. So it's not like we got it wrong. Yeah, but he not did really bring QPR last well, year. We never signed him. You, you, it's not like when you say that. Well, David Moyes like did. Yeah, well, he got it wrong then, didn't he? Well, I, I, I do wonder, and this is where we get onto it, right? So David Moyes, right? Uh, you, you, look, we've been... We've been linked with, I think, 20 different strikers. Some of them are real. I think there is a scattergun approach, right? Number one, we have put lots of offers and lots of inquiries for lots of strikers, particularly in France, but also in Spain and elsewhere, right? King, we like, but one, King wants 120 grand a week and we're not paying his, his wages at 120 grand a week. And Bournemouth want at least 10 million and hope to have a bidding market to do it more. It's not. He's not worth ten million. He's certainly, um, and he's certainly not worth one hundred and twenty grand a week. Um, and I'm not even sure he's. He's King is a, a Moyes player. The Seville player today, absolutely. We put a bid in. It was rejected. Up to people to decide whether that was a low ball offer or not. Um, but you know, Moyes signs off on it. The the kid from Reims uh, in France, uh, Dia. Dyer, whatever his name is, uh, absolute interest. Uh, but again, they want 15 million. I think we want to pay about nine. Um, David Moyes treats it like his own money. So are we bidding? Yeah, there's we, we have. It's not one. And people talk about priority strikers. No, so hold up, hold up, hold up. When you say we David are, Moyes are, is treating, hold up, treating <laughs> like his own money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That presupposes you're sort of alluding that David Moyes is setting the figures that we're bidding. I, I, I think very he, much I think, that. Has, I think he has a say in it, Nigel. And I think there's he may be look, I think there's a marriage of convenience. Look. So we got Sullivan, Scotsman and a tight ass owner negotiating <laughs> yeah, our time. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Oh dear. So you've got the best of both worlds. All we right? need is a Yorkshireman for an assistant and we'll be well in trouble. And, and, uh, <laughs> you're gonna upset a lot of people. But you, you get what I'm saying, you know? Moist treats it like his own money, which is music to is it is probably for David Sullivan. But you've said it before, Nigel. And I agree, David Moyes has said, I will only sign a striker who can make an actual improvement. Yeah. I just don't want to put another one on. I think, you know, and, and we've been linked with left backs and uh, goalkeepers and everything. Not in winter, right? If we sign one, great, maybe alone. But I really don't see us signing. The, the thing with me and all these strikers quickly is that, I, I, I must admit, I don't know, I don't, really partake a lot in what um, the, some of these leagues that, that we've been linked with. So I don't really know a lot about the players. But uh, if if they're similar in stature and play to Haller, I don't, for me, I, I well, hope we're not going to sign a player like that. Well, Dia, uh, or Dyer, um, from the, the Singham Leguiz um, striker, apparently... Um, is like Mikel Antonio. He's very pacey. Right. He's very that's strong what, on the ball. That's what I want. And he is a player. But, but we haven't bid for him. You know, I, I wrote on Twitter yesterday, <laughs> you know, everybody's saying, oh, it's close. He's our priority striker. And, you know, we've put in a bid. And no, no. He, the man thing about him We is are it. interested in him. 
we have not put a bid in. And and it shows because he played last night for them. He didn't score. But um Is he top his, scorer, isn't he, in the French league? It, he, he is, but five of that, five of his twelve no, goals. And this is penalties. the thing. What what I've is the player I looked at is that yeah. his, his goal scoring record before these seasons weren't great. Now, funny enough, Hadder's goal scoring record the few seasons before weren't great. He had one good season at Frankfurt, and we bought him. Yeah. So that don't tell a full story. Yeah. A striker can have a great season, just one, and then go back to being like ordinary. Yeah, and I agree. In ordinary. That's, that's part of the nervousness, you know, of David Moyes. And, you know, I think he is, you know, he maybe is low-balling, so he can, because he doesn't want to get the wrong person. You get it, Sean. You're banging in noise now. Don't worry. All right. I'm not blaming noise. I'm just saying it's a marriage of convenience. Um, I could reel off a load of stories that um, of of transfer targets, but nothing is close. So I don't see the point. You know, we've we've put. You're going to hear very soon that he's putting about three or four offers. All have been rejected. No bid's been accepted. So until anyone agrees a bid, no transfers inbound. Uh, let's talk about one last thing before we, we go to question time or any other business. Um, Robert Snodgrass, great debut, man of the match. Uh, Nigel, will he come back to haunt us tomorrow night against the Baggies? Uh, do you know what? Oh, bloody hope not. Do you, know, do you know what Sam Allardyce called him? Go on. Probably. Gary Speed. He's my Gary Speed. He said, I bought Gary Speed at 35 years old. He transformed my Bolton team. Um, oh, right. And that's what he wants uh, Robert Snodgrass to do. Did you say this is what David Moyes called him? Or do you mean Sam oh, Allardyce? <laughs> Sorry, Sam Allardyce. Uh, I hope I said Sam Allardyce. I d- I d- I d- well, you know, if we didn't win another game all season, as long as we win tomorrow... I won't give him a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. I'm desperate to win the it, Yes, it's a fucking cup final, isn't it? You know, the funny thing is, people call it an irrational hatred of Allardyce. It's purely rational. I've got evidence to back up my hatred of the man, and it predates before he ever turned up to us. I hated him before he came to us. And, and the fact that we turned to him, you know, is detriment of our low. The club had sunk under yeah. Golden Sullivan in such a short time that he was welcomed by a lot of the fan base. All he right. sold this their soul for me. I'm, I'm sorry I raised the subject. This is not an irrational hatred of Sam Allardyce. It's not. It's God. rational. I'm trying to be rational about it. I don't know if it's your, your hatred of Sam is rational. It is rational. Anyway, I want to move on. I'm going to tell you a story. Well, the story is, and, and George plays, plays a part in this story. So George, uh, super sleuth, sometimes says to me, I've got a story for you, Sean. And uh, his story <laughs> last week was, you know what I'm going to say, don't you, George? I do, yeah. Uh, was, there's this rapper that's just been on Soccer AM. And uh, he oh, sings... Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So it's George's fault then? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, mate, that's awful. Hang on. <laughs> this guy, this this West Ham fan. Oh, that's, who, there's, there's thousands of West Ham fans out there. Who's an independent artist. Trying to do his bit. So anyway, George did it. I wrote a story 
anyway, the rapper wrote to me and said, oh, you know, since you covered it on, on the website, we've had 11,000 hits. I've been so encouraged by West Ham fans. I'm going to release it as a single. So this Friday, Depart, West Ham fan extraordinaire, um, is going to release it as a single. The club has spoke to him. Declan Rice has spoken to him. Oh, fuck, he's done um, better than me, hasn't he? It is. It is. Only a fucking six cup winner. It's fucking hell. Some dick right. has a fucking rap. Oh, <laughs> Anyway, we, look. Uh, I did another follow-up article. He's got. He's just released his video, uh, which is done around the uh, London Stadium. Uh, the single comes out on iTunes and um, Amazon. Just search for Declan Rice Depart. Uh, it's only 59p. I've bought it. I'm trying to get him into well, charge. See, this is streaming. the thing. That I don't get this. Right? If, if you like that music, people, by all means, buy it. But if yeah. you don't like it, don't waste your money. Oh, that's a bit harsh. No, it ain't the harsh. guy's trying to get his dream. Get, get his dream? Whoa, what's what's his dream? Yeah, well, I like think it's in, in the charts. Be number one. I think oh, you can get to number one. Anyway, forget what Nigel said. One, At the sure? end of the podcast, listen, I'm going to play listen, a little was, bit of the rap. AM, right? yeah. They played it out on Soccer AM, and it, it kept saying, Declan Rice, Declan Rice, Declan Rice. I looked him up, and he was like, oh, I'm, 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 you made a song about West Ham and Declan Rice. Yeah. So I sent it to you. I thought it was a good story. I didn't yeah. expect. I didn't expect you to like start a campaign for number one. It's like <laughs> bloody agent, man. <laughs> well, I just, I just, you know, I like to help people. Run with the ball like you're Declan gonna... Rice. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do you part? Don't do, have you listened to the song, Sean? Yeah, of course I have. Do you like rap music? I love rap ma- music. Yeah. I like um, Marshall, like Ma- Marshall Mathers. Mathers. You like the Hipty Hop, don't you, Sean? I like Hipty yeah. Hop. I like... Um, uh, yeah, go on. I, I... I like. Um, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of a rapper. Yeah, uh, 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 like you rapping. Uh, uh, uh. Snoopy Dog. That's who I like. Snoopy Dog. Snoopy Dog. Yeah. <laughs> and he's Paul Linus. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, and and all the other rappers, you know, Grandmaster um, White Lines, Flash, Gordon, yeah. whatever her name is. I'm a big rapping fan, as you can tell. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, any other business from you guys before we move to questions? I bet you don't even rap at Christmas, I'll tell you. Any other questions? No. I don't no. think so. Not me. It's time for this. Yeah. yeah. George, is that your yeah, one? Really. Did you create that one? I did, yeah. Yeah, okay. Probably about nearly 10 years ago now. Because we had this other one, but we're not allowed to play this one anymore. Because the person who made it. <laughs> Why? Oh, George, you've not kept up with you. Facebook, Twitter, question time. Honestly, I will admit, no, I don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. One of our listeners. Well, I'll fill you in. Basically, someone on here made disparaging comments, apparently, about women's football, naming no names. And the person that wrote that uh, the, uh, jingle uh, took umbrage at it, accused that oh. person of sexualising women's football and uh, all said he's not going to listen anymore and said that he can have his jingle back. Yeah, so but that's um, why we have to use this one. 
Of course, the beauty of it is, is that if you don't listen anymore, you might know that we still play that jingle. Yeah. So. Uh, it's Facebook, Twitter question time. Well, you, the eight, nine, or even ten listeners, uh, get to ask Nigel questions, which he will absolutely not answer and go off at a tangent. Tangent. Nigel. Right. <laughs> don't worry. Only 22 comments so far. Oh, piss off. Mate, posted up at 7 o'clock, 53 minutes ago. See? I don't know. I've had me dinner anyway. Well, yeah, I've, I've, had, I've, I've had mine and me half. And I'm colouring in while I'm listening. Do you call it dessert or do you call it afters? What do you call afters. it? Afters. Sean, what do you call it? Um, I would call it pudding. Yeah, me too. I always say pudding. <laughs> I always say pudding. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I do say pudding. Like, I don't know where I got it from. Pudding? Pudding. Dear, dear. In America, pudding is a particular type of dessert, so they always get a bit confused. So That's when I say put pudding, she goes, pudding is a particular type of dessert, apparently. Is it? Yeah, like you chocolate. just eat v- like Viennetta. With, I mean, did did you with, tell the I listeners, before Viennetta. you came on air, yeah. you were eating... Uh, uh, not Arctic roll. Yeah, no, no, oh, it was. Oh, it was uh, peaches, tin peaches in syrup with evaporated cream, shaky milk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so so in town. With, Go on, with hurry, a bit of Arctic roll. Yeah, mate, do love a bit of shaky milk. George, just let just ask him: Arctic roll or um, Vinetta, Vinetta? You want me to ask him? No, I want to ask you which one. Uh, Arctic roll. I do. Like, I do like Arctic roll, but I do have a very, a very soft spot for Viennetta. To be fair, uh, if I was given a choice, I'd have gone Viennetta. But I give, I eat what I'm given. So that stems from John. I can tell you, John's a fan of Viennetta. I have got a Viennetta in the freezer. I probably have oh. had a weekend. Probably been there since the eighties. Go on, Nigel. No, 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 no. We eat a lot of Viennetta. Uh, first up, it's Mister Noland. Beep beep. It's chauffeur. He says he don't want to miss out this week, so he's got in quick. A few people complained last week. Uh, good to get the win on Saturday. What do you think of the substitutes used? We've done that. Thought they were poor, to be honest, and would have kept Ben Rama on. Uh, also worried about Antonio and the injuries. And Sean, what the fuck was that piece in Claret and Hugh Re Antonio not playing tomorrow? Bet your mate Fat Sam has seen that. And we'll set up this team accordingly. Could be a double well, bluff. Yeah. yeah, well, I think it is. It was directly yeah, from it was directly from um, David Moyes, by the way. So, if I have been the conduit of David Moyes' uh, double bluff to Big Sam, then who cares? But I just repeat, I'm just a messenger. Right, he's playing. He then goes on and says, do you not think we'll get anything from tomorrow? Snodders will come back to want us, as ex-players always do. Don't forget about Dan Garner. I don't know if he's playing. I didn't see him on match today. Realistically, are we going to sign a striker or are we going to cope with the one I think we all know the answer? Well, we've heard what what Moyes is up to. I think the chances are more likely not than Yes, if if you ask me, I'd say forty percent chance of signing someone, sixty percent chance of signing no one. All right, okay. Eyes, you heard it here first. And he says, "Are you leaving the questions so late so you don't have a seven-hour show?" Yes. He says, "To be honest, you could do a separate show for the questions me, Dodsey, and Merion ask, which is is, is not true, uh, not not wrong there, is he?" He says, no. uh, "Final question." 
uh, 11 years of Golden Sullivan, Gould Elpis, will it ever end? Well, funny you should say that, because I believe we will be recording a Golden Sullivan special to come out later this week. Yeah, I recommend I'm, I'm, they don't listen. Yes. I'm... I'm uh, You're concerned. there. Shut You're up. there. No, 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 I'm not. You are. You can't force me. Yeah, okay. yeah but you're I'm looking not, guilty if you're not, I'd aren't like it? I'd like to abstain. Oh, you mean you're going to be an All right, if you don't turn up, I'll make public to everyone the pictures that I've just sent you and let it go. You know, <laughs> <I'm not> <laughs> No. <laughs> so if you don't want them pub pictures going up on Facebook on your account, counsel, I invoke yeah. my Fifth Amendment privilege I'm against self I'm still waiting for those pictures. They'll come. I can't do that. I don't think you're going to want to see it by the sounds of it. I'll tell you, these are good. Are they for the OnlyFans? Is they that type of picture? I don't know, actually, because this one's famous. So I didn't think they would have the type of pictures like that of them playing football people. What type of person do you think I am? Um, or playing with balls, anyway. Uh, Maid Talkman, Maid Marion, and he's up next. He says, information for Sean. You ready? In our area of the ground, in Club Cash, we get a fixed refund each game of £37.92 if we've taken a 10% to keep it in. So here's the question. If we do not attend any games this year, Will we be we we will be refunded seven hundred and twenty pound and fifty p, which is exactly ten percent more than this year's season ticket cost. Yeah. The question is, do you believe that in the light of this, the club will raise season ticket prices to cover the ten percent? No, no. Right. Uh, my money. I asked on... you this, and they said they wouldn't dare do that. Yeah, also, I don't right? think no. they would. To be fair. A question for Sean, you again. Uh, has there been any conversation in relation to away priority points? Uh, yes, there has. Will people's current totals be carried over due to the inability yes. to mass points this season? They've yes. already announced, yes, that will happen. Yeah. Uh, in recent weeks, there have been podcasts where us, the listener, have not been aware that we could provide questions. Is this Sean's way <laughs> of following the current government policy of not answering questions they do not like, or is he following the board's idea of clarity? I don't know. Don't blame me on this. Last week, Pete, well, to be fair, uh, that's for Lincoln Paul, by the way, to be fair, because he does enjoy me saying that, to be fair. He does, doesn't he? He does. To be fair. Uh, is, is that very busy last week, didn't have a lot of time, grafting hard, and also didn't want to do a three-hour podcast, so we timed the questions for late. But in George's honour, this week, we thought we could knock out a good two and a half hour. I hope not. He then goes on. on I'm just carrying on. It's obvious that Sean likes any type of food. And it's clear, another complaint, and it's clear from Len's drawing, Nigel likes a few pies. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. I went, I've done it a little bit in advance there. Yeah. He's going to put the weight on eventually, so I thought I'd just (laughs) set the time. Yes. So moving away from cheese, what is your favourite pie? He says, is is, is, mine, surprisingly, someone teetotal, is steak and owl containing leek. Um, got a favourite pie, Sean? Would you know what? Uh, I'm glad you brought this up. I'm not only having a dry January, but I'm eating really healthily, and I'm I'm using something called Mindful Chef. A Mindful Chef, you buy these 
at the ingredients and the recipe online. They deliver and you cook kale and and uh, lime and chicken and there's no carbohydrates in it. And and I've been, since the new year, I'm, uh, I've am i set a challenge to Len that he needs to redraw me in a few months' time because I'm eating elfly. I've... I've uh, I've stopped eating pies and chocolate and cheese and all that lot, and I'm not abusing my my body anymore. I'm getting rid of my COVID tummy. Mindful Chef, by the way, little plug there. It's not sponsored by my Mindful Chef, and it's not a food podcast, but that that's what I'm doing. <sighs> so you ain't got a favourite pie then? I don't. Dis- After I don't all eat that. Pies anymore. You well, should work with the government the way uh, you answer you, questions to be, you know. Are you talking, <laughs> a, if, if I was eating it, are you talking about a dessert pie, a sweet pie, or oh, a savoury pie? Look, have you got a favourite pie? I like cherry pie, right, if I wasn't on my current not eating refined sugar. And I do like a good steak and kidney pie if I wasn't eating, you know, right. refined you go, food. That's all you had to say. All right, fair enough. George, do you have a pie? Uh, what's my favourite pie? Um, <laughs> steak and ale. Steak and ale. Yeah. Nice. Mince beef and onion. Mince beef, that's, a lot. that's the pie I have in the chip shop. Mince, yeah. beef, and onion. Mince beef and onion pie. Uh, I like a nice um, chicken pie. You can't beat yeah. the pie from the pie mash shop, though, to be fair. He says, Especially Oliver's pie, mate. Oh, mate, yeah. Yeah. Actually, that was probably one of the nicest pies I've ever had. Yeah, it's a good pie, football. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I've got a pie story, but I probably shouldn't tell it. All right. Do you want to, should I say it anyway? Well, no, I better not. No. No. <laughs> I was working in the children's, uh, me and the missus were uh, creative directors of a children's theme park. Um bit of a slapdash job from the people around it. Um, they set this computer up uh, and they didn't put the um, pawn blocker on the computers. So, um, I better make sure she's not listening. Um, the pawn blocker on the computers. And when they were testing the, the, the computers out and the kids were coming in, just before the kids were coming in for the, the debut, the um, some of the people that worked there was going to, was testing the, the the computers out on the internet to make sure everything was fine, and they, they said, "Share something we can look up." I said, "Look up a nice cream pie," and you never seen the IT man run down the stairs so fast. And obviously, you don't get that. Don't get it. Okay, move on, move on. <laughs> Just don't Google it. Don't Google it, I say. Don't just sit there and say nothing. Don't Google it. Yeah, less less the dead air, you know. I've, I've noticed this. Sometimes there there is just this pulse, the dead air. You should always feel the air, you know. Silence is a yes. Not good it's not good. No. But I'm feeling the air. I probably should. That reminded me of when my wife, uh, wife was talking to her dad about creating a website, and instead of telling him about GoDaddy, she thought it was called Big Daddy. <laughs> so she told her dad to Google Big Daddy. They make websites, and uh, 
Big Daddy the webs uh, um Big, yeah, Big Daddy <laughs> she wasn't in that come up, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, a different type of uh, Big Daddy. But anyway, I diverge. Ian Wiley, uh, brother of Pete from the Mighty Wah, says, evening all, it's the Mighty Wah here again. He says, another great three points against Burnley. Even if the game wasn't all that, we weren't that great then, was it, Ian? Uh, we really need to start taking the chances we could create or the points could dry up. You've got a quick question. Sean laughed last week at the rumour that the new directors were only appointed so they could attend matches. <laughs> Personally, I really believe that is feasible. It's uh, true. Well, it's, it's actually true. true. <laughs> that is the real reason. And all this, oh, it's a tax dodge and yeah. it's all about, no, no, it was very, very simple and Russ was on the money. He, he then goes on to say that they're non-executive directors, so they're not employed by the club at all. Um, well, uh, actually, that's not true. Non-executive directors are paid. Now, they could be paid just a pound, but non uh, the, the average price of a non-executive director is between five and £20,000 a year. Um, but I'm sure, considering what it is, they're paid a nominal mm. pound or whatever. They are employees. He says the decision to appoint them can be changed at a later date when restrictions yeah, are lifted. What do you guys yeah. think? Well, there you go. You know, we actually we have been told here, that is why. Um, but it was denied to begin with, which sort of you know, and then they fest. Yeah. Uh, he's hoping for three points against uh, uh, Big Fat Sam's WBA. Uh, evening, fellas, says Vincent Anthony Matthews, a man with three names. All could be his first name. Um, evening, fellas, I should really know this, and I'm sure I've been told this, but I must have forgotten. Nigel, could you please give me a bit of history as to why Bubbles is our song and when started to become officially uh, used at the BG? He says, a thank you in advance. <sighs> The, the, the old fabled reason is that um, around the early 20s, there was a boy called Billy Murray who played in the West Ham junior team at a local school. I think the schoolmaster was was uh, a scout for West Ham as well and was friends with Sid King, the West Ham manager. Basically, they had this boy playing for West Ham called Billy Murray or West Ham juniors, and he had uh, curly hair which when he looked like the boy, they said, in the Pears Soap advert. And the Pears Soap um, advert advert was Bubbles. And it is possible that because it was, um, I think Bubbles was written in 1919 by two Americans, whose names escape me at the moment. And because it was a popular musical song in, in the early 20s, that perhaps the West Ham fans picked up singing it to this boy. The other story, which has got possible legs, is that it was first sung by Swansea Town, as they were called then, supporters in the early 20s. And it was picked up by West Ham fans after they paid Swansea, and then they started singing it. And we just kept on singing it where Swansea stopped. That's been denied by West Ham, by the way. Well, West Ham would deny it, wouldn't they? I mean, the only thing is, there's no. I've not. I have looked. I've not done a proper in-depth look, but I've done quite a lot of searches 
through old newspapers from the 1920s. Yeah. Well, uh, they got a proper historian to look. No, I'm not sh shutting you down, but a proper historian looked into this who did some research and said the dates don't add up. So sorry, Swansea, but you're talking shit. Yeah. Well, Dave, uh, what I would, if you'd have let me finish here, yeah, is that obviously I've gone through match reports from Swansea at that period, and specifically when West Ham played Swansea, and there's no mention of Swansea ever singing I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles. So, there we go. All right, Murphy, before you step in. All right. Marvin Subudu. Uh, evening, fellas, he says, watching Antonio's goal celebration made me think of this question. If you won a com competition to play one game for West Ham and scored the opening goal, how would you celebrate? Mm. I'd just do the old Stuart Pearson fist. I think that's the best one. Classic. No one pulls it off like Pancho. I'll probably go for uh, like a... Is it like... Um, Luar Luar used to do like the front... Oh, nice. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd do a lap of honour. Mate, I'd go full nuclear. I did it once, scoring a goal. And the referee said, why are you celebrating? And I said, we've never scored two goals before. We were 8-2 down when I scored the second goal. And were you a goalkeeper? Well, no, I would used to come out... With I was in the boys brigade and we had we had the best five aside team um in the district. The problem we had was when we played eleven aside, it all just fell apart. So we I used to put half in the second half I used to get bored and stick someone else in goal and I'd go out on the pitch. Try right. and rally the troops. <sighs> Ricky Burns, great boxer. He says he's heard, uh, 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 yeah, he said he's heard reports coming out of Bournemouth that the shirt Jack Wilshere held up was slightly heavier than he thought. Meaning <laughs> he's now out with a fractured arm for a number of weeks. He said, did the club have some good news? They have a number of new dryers for Jack to play in while he re rehabilitates. Would you like me to pass on your condolences? I'm guessing Bicky, uh, Ricky, sorry. Um, yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? I mean, it must be. I don't know what wages he's on, but he was training with Bournemouth and now he's doing a page of play, isn't he? Bournemouth have got more now than us then, haven't they? Well, I don't think he's been offered anything else. He didn't have any other choice, no. really. No, not really. But the, 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 the thing is, what you've got to remember is he's already been paid by us. Yeah, That's yeah, true. Yeah. So anything he's getting this season is bonus. Yeah, true. True, true. Barley McGrew, Cuthbert Dibble, Grub. Quick question. What are your boys' takes on the linesman's late flagging now? Confusing. I don't like it. It's all it's part of the AR. That's what they're told to do, though. I mean, yeah. they, they don't want to... Um, I don't think he's debating what the, what they're told to do, Sean. I think they're just debating the fact yeah, that it's part. It comes part and parcel. It's part of the package. Similar as that. Why? What do you mean, why? Because VAR says, you know, so not to put people off, flag late, um, and let play continue, and let VAR sort right, it out that's, that's You fine. might disagree with that, no, no, it's no, part no, of the package. Fine. So, therefore, from that, do you think we need linesmen anymore? 
No, get rid of them. Right. Use them, put technology in its place. In fact, let's get rid of the referee. Let's just have people with cameras and computers just deciding it. Or voting, you know, press a button now. Was it offside or not? Winner wins, you know. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Mm, like the Masked Singer. There you go. Did anyone watch that, the Masked Singer? No, I don't watch that rubbish. Oh, right. So, Don't watch television. To be fair, I didn't expect it to be Glenn Hoddle. Um, Charlie Fawkes. Uh, evening, fellas. He says, I wonder if anyone else agrees that Gerard Bowen's been a tad wasteful in the area lately. Oh, well, as you've heard, we have it He's uh, been immense. I love the bloke, but when he's bearing down on goal, he always seems to either try a shot that is going to be blocked or pass too late. Both have been Charlie. pointed out already, Charlie. Turn quickly. Do we think a coach can make a difference to such split-second decision-making? Yes. There's a question. Do we think a coach can make a difference? I do. I that? think it's going to be a lot down to his coaching and his development. As I said, I think he's a top, top player in there. I just think he needs to learn what decision to make. See, I imagine a coach would be talking to him, but I think when it comes down to... F- things like that, it's, it's the player. And sometimes they will never change. So why why do players improve then? Well, some players can improve with coaching, but some players will just will just keep going the way on, on the path that they're on. It depends what, uh, what type of player. Bowen's not been here long enough for us to see our better coaching will improve him. I mean, at the end of the day, he's been here a year, the full year with Moyes, and he's still doing that, isn't he? The, the, the funny thing about it is, and perhaps it's a step up, is I think in the six months before we signed him, it scored 15 goals for Hull. What's he scored for us? Five in total? Step up, though. No, that's what I'm saying. It, it's But again, it, it comes with his decision-making as well. Sean thinks he's the best player that's ever played football, so... Yeah. He's immense. Colossal. He is immense. He's... Mammoth. He's a danger man. Ed Hughes. That was a bit of squirrel. <laughs> Thank you very much. Evening, he says. Uh, Burnley game, we looked good, did we? One fault I had, he only had one, was Ben Rama had his best game, getting more settled. Someone else said that earlier. I'm not sure about that. Uh, I'm worried about tired legs over the next few weeks. No sign of yeah. a new striker yet. Antonio burnout or maybe him drowning could be a disaster. Hmm. I mean, what what we don't want it. We don't want him to do his hammy and um, to keep the fans happy by starting him every single game, do we? No. Perhaps that's why I did the backstroke because it's less stress on his hamstring. It really done the front. Well, call, do you know why he did that? Did you hear the whole? Did you see the video and why he did the backstroke? I do know see if why. you can get it right. Go on then. Declan Rice like challenged him in some no, stupid. Beat him in Call of Duty. He beat him in Call of Duty. Duty. In his forfeit was to do a goal celebration of his choice. And Declan Rice said, "I want you." to d- go over, dive into the corner area and then do a backstroke and using only your heels to push you along. That's what Declan Rice. And he said, I'm a man of my word. I would do that. That was back in October. It's the first goal we scored. True story, bro. 
Oh, well, I'm not. <laughs> Did I use it in the right context this time, George? No. No, it's not even the right word. It's cool story, bro. And even that doesn't make sense. <laughs> you say so we all got fire. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll get it. You'll get never mind. Don't ever change. You rapper fans, you love to keep it down with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick, man. It's sick. Roadman. <laughs> uh, well, Ed carries on. He's got the feeling that if we had a two-goal lead on Saturday, then Odubeko uh, would have made an appearance. But as we couldn't get a big enough lead, Moyes wasn't brave enough to make the change. I think he's, the... he's, he's trying to sort of edge him in. You know, he said on his pre-match, he said, I'm not going to throw him in. When the time is right, I'll play him. But at the moment... He's been out for three months, as I said, and he's he's not trained very much. So you're not you're not going to start him or play half, you know, forty five minutes. That's not going to be the way. He's just bigging him up by putting him on for a few minutes to get his appearance money. All right, okay, well done. Uh, Are you still laughing, then? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just because I get my sayings wrong. I thought I was being really discreet as well. <laughs> right, Never next mind. up is the Pontiff himself, Mr. Simon Pope. He's been away. He says, Evening, gentlemen, it's been a while. He said, But I do listen every week, so I must be one of the eight. Well, I think we've got more than eight, but you're one of the original eight. Uh, I thought we did enough on Saturday. Burnley really didn't give us anything to worry about. Uh, the one thing is, Bowen needs to know when to pass and when to shoot. Oh, Very It goes on, he has the skill and the running, but his final decision-making isn't the best. Tough game tomorrow with the fat man returning once again with yet another club. Uh, he thinks we'll beat them 2-0. Five clean sheets in a row. Keep up the good work. Amen, he says. Martin Rose Sports. Evening all. He says, I'm loving our defensive work and shape. We just need to kill games off. Do you have confidence in Moyes to take the club further? And would you give him a three-year contract? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nigel wouldn't. Can he take the club further? Further than what? Where we are now? Not sure he can. I think he'll keep us where we are. Not sure he can take us further. Would I give him a three-year contract? No, I'll give him two. Might get your wish. Yeah. Well, that's what they do anyway, isn't it? They only give two-year contracts anyway. Um, Yeah. So, uh, next up, it's, uh, it's Chairman Dave, Dave Baker. He says, after the laughable new additions to our list of directors, who would else, oh, who else would you suggest that we should appoint? He says, I would propose Alan Sugar and ask him to conduct apprentice interviews and fire one of the other directors at every home game until they've all gone. Another option, which is something I did allude to in, in, in a chat with, with, with our American friends, could be we get Donald Trump. Uh, I want to make West Ham great again. 
Uh, he will have some spare time soon. as He's a lot less to do from this Wednesday. He said, I would insist he brings his wife, though. Well, yeah. Though having one miserable woman inside the ground, uh, uh, the last thing we need is another one just sitting there, not smiling. Would you reckon Donald Trump for West Ham? Bigly. Mm. Um, I think maybe... As a Trump supporter, Sean, what do you think? I, I'm not a Trump supporter. Oh, I, not? I, I'm not into this conspiracy of QAnon and all this lot. But, you know, I found... In the early days, I found Donald Trump amusing. You know, you'd wake up, what's he said next on Twitter? Um, but he's mad, isn't he? He's mad as a fruitcake and you know he's taking it he's got blood on his hands so i don't think i can be a supporter i'm afraid i'm gonna say it's a no from me uh nigel yeah it's a definite no from me man's a loon um i love the way that twitter likes to tell us about that though like we don't can't make our own fucking minds up ourselves and then they ban him yeah about I, that? I find that a bit i don't know look not we need telling is a fucking fruit cake. Yeah. I, the fact is, I'm not sure I'm with a ban. Cause I don't like stopping people. No, I don't like the ban. But, you know, I don't know. We know he's a lunatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I mean, where we stopping? Anyway, it's not a Twitter podcast. Uh, the real scary bit, Nigel, is a lot of Americans still support him. And I mean, yes, no, that that is that is a real scary bit. And, yeah. and as you know, my missus is an American, and she gives up and goes. She doesn't support him. She thinks he's alone. But she lives in this country for the last twenty years. But she knows a lot of people who do. Yeah, and that's a real scary bit. Yeah, yeah. Michael Levy Junior. Uh, he left it late tonight, boys. Short and sweet on the Facebook post. He says four clean sheets now with Dawson in the side. He's proved many wrong. He loves the level of consistency we seem to have under Moisey now. His question is, where do we think we can be at this rate in two years' time? A bit different from before. So you've given him his three-year contract, lads. Where are you going to be in two years' time? I don't understand the question. Right, what, so what, where do we see in the previous question, well, you all gave boys a free... Oh, okay. League, Champions League. We won the league. We won the FA Cup. Um, yeah, he wins it all. He wins. He wins Europa League, followed by Champions League, and we win the Premier League. We win the FA Cup. We won the League Cup. Uh, we become a regular part of the, you know, top four or what will be top five clubs. You know, I have no doubt. I have a doubt. I just think we'll be a a, a solid top half team. I think that's all. No, are we? I didn't mean to press that. Well, Sean, that's why people like you, isn't it? Because, you know, you're so positive. I know. I am quite positive. George, it's about a Saturday afternoon, isn't it? You know, become a, a team that's hard to beat. That was Deepak. Sorry, he just came in over the... Who? Deepak. I'll go, yeah, top six European football. That's where you'd want to be in two years, isn't it? 
I'll tell you where we'll be in two years' time. We'll be exactly where we are now. Um, and in two and a half years' time, I'll be appointing Scott Parker. There you go. You want Scott Parker, don't you? I fucking, you know, you're easily impressed. I like the way they play football. I, it, sometimes I can look past the results that they're getting and, and they play football in a really good way. You sound well, like Mark's talking a, about Kirbishly. It's not a Scott Parker appreciation podcast. No, I know. But it, it is a West Ham football podcast and not a Fulham podcast. So, uh, and what is about a manager that can take us forward? I, I'm still shocked. Uh, I'm still six, shocked. Seven years. flip-flop fan that you've yeah. just turned your back on David Moyes. No, I haven't turned my back. I've just said in two years' time, that's when we're appointing Scott Parker. And you've undermined him. Yeah, well, there you go. I took a leaf out of your book, didn't I? Operation out of dice. Wrongs don't make a right. Fantastic run of results, says Steve Lyons. For Moyes and the team who'd have thought we'd go four unbeaten with clean sheets too. That's true. I mean, who'd have thought that we'd have beat Burnley? You know, <laughs> and Stockport. We've lost. I mean, who would have thought it against Burnley? Who would have thought it? And Stockport. And Stockport. Who would have thought it? Dear, oh dear. I mean, to be fair, the last three games we'd played against Burnley, we'd lost. And the last game we'd played against Stockport, we'd lost. <laughs> so I suppose Moyes is on exactly. the up. Well done, Dave. Well done. What did you put on your Super 6 then, Nigel? On, on the what? Nil-nil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Loser. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, if Ben Meek had jumped, we'd have been all right. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> It's hard to believe we're only 11 points from the usual safety mark, but I can see that being 30 points this year, so we're more than safe. Uh, if you had the chance to make one big signing, what position would it be and who? Brady out for the first time. Brady out. Oh, no, uh, Brady I'll, out. Go, I'll go mm. Lionel Messi. He's available. Oh, he's banned for three games now anyway. Oh, yeah, he punched someone, didn't he? He him. slapped him, yeah. Punched someone, did he? He slapped someone, yeah. Striker. Yeah, ever so naughty. Mm. Striker, Harry Kane. Oh, okay. Have I missed something now? Well, he Make said one, big, one big sign in. What position would it be and who? Answer the question, am I? Not a bad answer from... Sean, is it really? Harry Kane. I mean, if we're going down that road where we can get anyone, um, Jimmy Greaves. <laughs> I don't think he'd be that good. Well, we've got He's more chance of signing him than we have of Harry Kane. He's in a wheelchair, mate. <laughs> don't don't mock the afflicted. The man is a legend. He's the greatest goal scorer in his country's ever had. A Spurs legend. No, he's an English football legend. No, he's a football legend. Do you know, right, I saw um, Jimmy Greaves waiting for someone outside the restaurant two days before his stroke. Mm. This is in Canary Wharf. And I'm not the type of person to ask people for autographs or anything or selfies or nothing. I, even like the boys I met making the documentary, I didn't do that. But I thought myself, I saw him now, I thought myself, I've got to have a selfie because he's a real football legend. And I didn't. And I really, really regret that because that would have been one of the last photos of an elfie Jimmy Greaves. And I, I rue that to this day. Still, what can you do? Bless him. Well, I, I, I met him when he opened a local charity shop when I was a schoolboy in Bargain. 
and uh, he, 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 we had one minute with him. Where, and he asked us who we supported, me and my mate. And like, I was West Ham. And uh, he, he did giggle. Uh, did he apologise? Is that this general kind of way of dealing with it? Well, it was, yeah, he didn't, I did, uh, he, he didn't even know that the story he used to tell was that Chelsea fans thought he was a legend um, playing and he, he did his best football at Chelsea. Uh, the Tottenham fans argue back that he's a legend to them and he played his best football at Tottenham. And West Ham fans argue that he was a legend at Chelsea and Tottenham because he was fucking shit for them. Um, yeah. But uh, I beg to differ. I think his goal-scoring record for us actually weren't that bad. It just weren't up to his usual standard. And the fact that he retired at 31, I believe, before coming out for Barnet, um, I loved him at Barney, you yeah. know, didn't you? Yeah, well, it's a, what, you know, I, he played midfield for Barney. Yeah, was that that was was that during or was that after the drinking? While he was drinking, while he was drinking, yeah. while he was drunk, most. Well, it was seventy eight when he kicked the bottle, wasn't it? Although um, uh, Rio Ferdinand's now saying a lot of his um, career was a blur, including his first yeah, for uh, West Ham. That's what he's uh, saying. Yeah, I think I'll, he's embellishing yeah, a bit, Rio. I think he just likes to be a little bit he of a... He downed three brandies and coke oh, in three. the West Ham. Oh, three of them. Three of them. Must them. Must they came on a substitute for uh, Redknapp uh, for Slaven Bilic. And, uh, what game is called? Came on drunk. Against Arsenal. Was um, it Arsenal, was it? Yeah. Oh, all right. There you go. Is it not true? Well, his debut was against Sheffield Wednesday at home in the last yeah. game of the season. Everyone knows that. First well, kick right. It wasn't maybe his debut, but he, he, got, he was unexpectedly called on against Arsenal. Uh, I think he likes to gild the lily a bit, yeah. does that, Rio? Mm. Well, I met him in the, the Shard, actually, in a lift in the Shard. And I said, oh. Took him I up met him at a boxing match. I didn't. I didn't take him up the shard. No, oh. he was actually going down. I'd, oh, I'd, I'd going down. <laughs> so I was coming down the shard. Oh, right. And Rio Ferdinand was in the same lift with me. Oh, yeah. right. okay. I had a picture taken with him, though. I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you do a picture. <laughs> we'll have to look for that one. Uh, I'll send it to you. All right. <laughs> I've sent you a lot better don't worry uh, Paul Sanders the colonel he says he, an out of town greeting to use all if we win tomorrow we'll have 32 points which puts us on course for 64 points which is two more than the billage season Wow! if we did get to 64 and he puts and yes I know where West Ham something bound to go wrong where do you think we'll finish He's put in the billet season. Man City came fourth with 66. Man U fifth with 66. And Southampton sixth on 63. What, what was the question? If we get those points, if we get 64, if we do get 64, where do you think we'll finish? Let, I'm going to come back to you. I'm just doing a bit of research. Oh, 64 is going to be quite high up this year, isn't it? Fifth. Yeah. 64 will get you. Yeah. Over 60, you're looking at, well, you're virtually guaranteed Europe. I say that. We went down with 42 points, didn't we? Yeah. 
What are you going for, Nigel? I'm still doing my research at the moment. Uh, Sean's obviously looking up what the teams that have finished fifth and sixth in the last four or five yeah, years. Yeah, we know what he's doing. He's yeah, doing. that's exactly what I'm doing. Exactly so what I, I, would, I, would, I would probably, if we get 64 points, I'd think we'll finish um, six. 1 size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, listen, we finished fifth, which is our highest ever finish in the Premier League. And I believe we did that with 55 points. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And with a negative goal difference. But what I'm saying is, if Dev, if we, if we, like what you say, if we do get six with that, I don't think that will tally up because... To have five more people with more points, that would mean the bottom six would have sort of like under 40 points. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying, well, yeah, but if you look at it, you say it don't tally up, but currently we're ninth. If if we win that game, um, we'll probably go eighth or seventh. So six teams playing the same. Well, and Villa's skewed with it because Villa are only a couple of points behind us and they've got three games in hand. So technically, if you go, yeah. well, if everybody well, gets the same results, because that's what he's saying, yeah, where do you think saying. we'll finish? Now, the chances are not everybody above us will get the same results. So I think we'll finish sixth. I don't think we'll finish fifth. Yeah. Well, funny you should say that because I've just looked over the last few years. Mm. And it would get us somewhere between, apart from one year, it would get us sixth or seventh. Mm. Really? Yeah. Shit. Normally, last year, last year, it would have got us fifth above Leicester, who got 62, but behind Chelsea, who got 66. Uh, The year before, you know, 2018, it would have got us, um, it would have got us. Seventh, 
because Man United on six were on 66. Um, and if you go to 2017 to 2018, it would have got us six above Arsenal, but below Chelsea on 70. Uh, if I go one year before that, which was Slavin Bilic's big year. Um, well, we know that. That would have, that would have got us... Um, this is 2016-2017. That would have got us six, seventh. No, but Man United got um, Southampton was sixth. We finished seventh. Oh, well, no, I'm talking about 2016-2017. Oh, right. So that, that would have got us seventh behind Man United on 65. And then I'll go to the 2015. Uh, and we came seventh on 62. 64 would have got us six above Southampton on 63. And finally, because this is the only other year they've got, 2014 to 2015, it would have got us, well, Tottenham got 64 points. So it would have either got us oh fifth, my God. Wow. fifth or sixth, depending on our goal difference. They had a goal difference the, of The five. thing you about this season that mimics what happened in the uh, last season at Upton Park is the, the big five or six have not got as many points as they normally have. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So what's happened is it's concertinaed. Um, the league, yeah. So, um, anyway, so it's very rare that this happens. Um, we're at the 90 oh, minute mark. That was a lot of time on the rhetorical question, well, though. Yeah, it was. Here you go, this yeah. 90 minute mark. We're at full time, we're now into extra time. Uh, next up, it says, uh, Stelios. He says, Are we worried about becoming who, who, who is punching above his weight with his missus? To be fair, still. Nice picture he's got there. If you want to have a look, people, you can see. Um, Is it like any like the pictures you've sent us or not? No, it's not. <laughs> uh, are we worried about becoming the Arsenal of the past? He said one nil wins, three points, but beginning to look a little boring. No, I don't care. No. You're the stell. That's to be controversial. These YouTubers, they need to think of something to talk about. I know what he means, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 hear, I know it's not an Arsenal podcast. Didn't I hear that um, Arsene Wenger said that he would come back to Arsenal if called upon? I don't know. Where'd you hear that? Right, I'm going to predict 2-1 uh, West Ham and love you and leave you guys. Oh, oh what a shame. What's for dinner? There's only so many points totals of the last 10 seasons. I you could have took one nil. Yeah, that was <laughs> a little bit. That was the killer. That did finish, didn't it? Uh, what have I got for dinner? I have got yeah. Tennessee boneless beef ribs with some potato wedges. Oh, nice. I'm not on a diet. Uh, mindful I'm Chef or not? Stay away from from Mindful Chef or not? No, it's not. No, it's uh, from Costco, actually. Very American. Oh, really not. I was at Costco on Saturday, actually. Oh, really? Hope you were alone because you only meant to shop anyway. Anyway, uh, no. Anyway, uh, see you later, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Ta-da, for mate. There you go, Nigel. Uh, he, he then finishes with Dave Trevitt. He hopes he gets better soon, which we'd like to pass on our best wishes to Dave, who, who, who was uh, wasn't very well in hospital yesterday, but I believe he's on the mend. He's told to rest and take it easy. So uh, watch loads of West Ham games then, Dave. Uh, Alan Woody would ask, he says, if the season ended now, who would win your Amory of the Year, goal of the season, and signing of the season? Right, John, you can get, you can have Amory of the Year. 
I would go for a Bonner, actually. Uh, Len, you get gold of the season. Oh, it might have to be Ella, wouldn't it? Ella's mm. over a kick, maybe. Or mm. well, forget on. Oh no, no, Lenzini, I'd say. He won. He won gold of the uh, month, you know, after he left West Ham. Hilarious. How about Lanzini? Did he win gold of the month? I think he did. Yeah, didn't did. He? Yeah, you got to go Lanzini. Really. Yeah, Lanzini. Yeah, what it meant really. Uh, signing oh, of the really? season, uh, which is me. Well, easy, easy. Um, is Suchek a signing this season? Well, I, I think the season before, you've got to say Sue Fowler. Well, you? that's what I was saying. If Suchek is technically a signing this season, I would go for Suchek. I'll let you have checkmates. You can, you but can if not, it, obviously it would be um, Kufal. Sufal. Yeah, Kufal. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Darren O'Grady, he says, Evening, gents, from sunny Vancouver. Or oh, don't stop. He's a Canadian. We lose one, we get one. That's the way I like it. One in, one out. There you go. Uh, he's pleased with the result we managed to grind out against Burnley. Now we just need to improve against our other bogey teams. Will we beat Stockport? What more do you want? Dear, oh dear. Uh, as we have now shifted the frustrating sulky forward, would you rather sign one of the many strikers we've been linked with or give <coughs> Mipo Odubeku a serious run in the squad? I don't know enough about him to know whether he's ready for the Premier League. Um, so it's a bit hard to make a decision. I mean, you know, it, it seems difficult to let Antonio and his, his hamstrings made of cheese to last the rest of the season. So... You know, given a choice, I'd rather bring up a bring in a uh, the the French striker from Reims, who's you know looks a carbon copy of uh, Mikel Antonio personally. Uh, I've seen this striker. I don't entirely agree about the Antonio likeness. Yeah, not unless you mean lacking a certain amount of composure, because he's certainly like that. I'd give Mipo, to be fair, um, the chance. If, if we're not going to go down, in, in the old days, you know, the last five, six games, that's when you would bring the youth players through, give them a run out. You could give them a longer run at it, if we're looking at it this way. If we don't bring him, I mean, what better way to learn? Because we'll have, you know, half a season to keep bringing him on, keep bringing him on, keep persevering with him. You know, don't just give him a couple of games and he don't cut it, bomb him out again. Keep do that now, no, no. Keep going on with him. Um and keep Tony Cotty wouldn't have got to look in these days, would That's he? what I'm saying. You know, Cotty comes in and, and gets his chance at seventeen. I'm Freddie Sears, I suppose, at yeah. a lesser point, but still, you know, we don't we we found out about Freddie Sears because we did play him. Hmm. You know, he did have a chance, and, and that's how we found out. And that's what I'm saying. The only way to really find out is to keep playing him. Martinez, we didn't really play. He, he came on and didn't do a lot, but he didn't really get a proper run in the first team to do anything. So the problem we've got is, for some strange reason, is the fan base love to big up these youth players before we've ever seen them play. You know, Martinez mm. had a bloody song, and he hadn't even played. And then you think, well, can he do it or not? 
Freddy Sears. Yeah. We said that, so, sure. Random, that Sean, or was you not listening? No, I went, <laughs> I just went out to get a drink, so I missed a bit. Yeah, well, we've done oh, that. Okay. Sears bit, thanks. Uh, well, thanks for joining. Uh, Georgie Irvano, he said, yeah. Nige, what's your favourite accent to do? Favourite? I've got favourite Cockney. I think I managed to do that. Um, obviously, Yorkshire, I suppose, or Lancashire. Uh, I like you, Lancashire. Lancashire. You, do... you know I like it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Cockney. <laughs> Lancashire, we do it by breathing in. Oh, no, Lancashire is by breathing out and talking through the nose. <laughs> but Yorkshire, you do it by breathing in. And then Birmingham, to do a Birmingham accent, I'd say, you know how I learned Birmingham accent? Um, Kevin Turvey. Oh, yeah, Rick Mao. Oh, if I think of Rick Mao doing Kevin Turvey, and then Kevin Turvey. So and, and you, you pick things up like that. Been a while. You have to work at them. You have to work at them. Used to be all right with a scarce accent, but uh, yeah, I, I think um, Yorkshire is my favourite. I think I, I did try and do a Geordie accent once um, when someone asked me the time up there, uh, and it obviously didn't get past him because when I went to new me, he just went, "You cut me, bastard," and headbutted me. Oh, that was outside Roker Park. So obviously up north, they, they obviously couldn't afford watches up there because they were asking everyone the time. <sighs> Stuart Ling, he says, evening chaps. He says, I think we can all agree as West Ham fans how great it is to see us keep so many clean sheets as like very unwestern. I've got a club legend phoning me up. Can I answer it? You got what? Yeah, go on. All right, I'll go on mute. Uh, when you look down the years, especially in recent times, to see us looking so strong and resilient in defence at long last. However, I've seen a few fans, he's put in brackets, not me by the way, uh, getting frustrated by the amount of one nils we're picking up. Boring, boring West Ham, not in my opinion. Well, there you go. So I, I suppose I would be in that. I'm, I am a bit frustrated, to be fair. Uh, that's, that's for you, Paul, in Lincoln. Uh, I thought we'd been a bit more clinical in front of goal on Saturday. We could have been at least three or four up by the 70th minute. I think that's the point, though, Stu. We're not being clinical, that we're only getting one. And it's leaving, it's making people a bit nervous. Um, he said, wouldn't it be nice... Oh, what did I miss? Oh, it makes me think that what with the way we're playing at the moment, someone's going to be on of a bloody good tonking from us sooner or later. Well, that would have been Wolves and Leicester. So it could go the other way. He said he hopes this against Ippo Ed and the baggies tomorrow night. He said he's got a couple of quid on 4 0 to us. Could could go the other way, though, as you thought. Yeah, I know. That's, what, that's the, the thing that worries me. He said, with my track record of predictions, we'll probably get beaten now. I've said this, he says. Uh, what's your predictions for tomorrow night? Come on, Stu. You know the rules. We do that at the end. Do you think we'll end up getting a striker in before the January window closes? Uh, I think we will. Uh, as he said, it'll be long alone, or it'll be Josh King. Love the podcast. Keep it up. Brady out! No, Len, because obviously uh, he's on the phone to club legend. Uh, Andrew Staines, he says, hi, all eight of us. <laughs> or, or nine. Uh, 
Uh, if by luck we reach the FA Cup final, would the full pain season ticket hold? Oh, what a question! If by luck we reach the FA Cup final, would the full pain season ticket holders get preference over the rest of the season ticket holders? Yes. Yes, after yes. the fund holders and the corporates, Andrew, who can do what they like. No, but but you know that that would be fair because Will you it? know if if you yeah what what to let the bond holders go first? No, no, I'm talking about oh. the others. All right. Is it? Is it? Well, yeah. That, uh, hopefully by May, I would imagine that come the cup final, that that, that Wembley would at least be able to hold like thirty thousand. But that, that could you imagine? You know, getting a ticket for a West Ham Cup final. Is a, is a competition anyway. If it's done on like a restricted access, God knows how you do it. Still, you'll be all right, Sean. Ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I'll be all right. <laughs> next, you'll probably be all right too. Well, we'll see. Uh, next up is Dodsey. He goes, "All right, my handsomes, how's you doing?" He says, "With reference to Sean's accusation last week, read COVID." Uh, well, Len, I hope you have your pie gang ready. The humble pie gang. What, what what accusation did I make? I don't know. He said, Nigel, I hope you have your pie delivery service ready. The humble pie delivery service. Uh, you ready? He says, Sean, my wife and I caught COVID from my daughter who works in Bristol Royal Infirmary Intensive Care Unit and she lives with us. Yeah, no, I do remember what oh. I said now. What did you what say? What I said was... What I said is, everybody who catches COVID has broken the rules in some way. Oh, right. But obviously, I, I do eat humble pie because, of course, people who happen to live with people who are frontline NHS workers can catch it in their job. Yeah. And therefore... You don't say that, that his daughter was a nurse and that he could have copped it from her. You did, yeah. After I said he could have got it in Bucharest. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, so I, I humble apologies actually. If uh, yeah, I, I do need to eat humble pie on that. Mm. There you go. He said, uh, Bristol four weeks ago had the iced infection rate, and he now says, I bet Sean has eaten 17 humble pies already. Oh, you've seen a recent picture of him. Then. Hey, I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on with me, um, <laughs> mindful chef. Yes. Every time I mention mindful chef, I get another free meal. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't. It's not sponsored by Mindful Chef. Why aren't we sponsored by anyone? I've always wondered that. Are they all these crappy other shows. Yeah, mate, because we haven't gone out. If, if we wanted a sponsor, we could go out oh, uh, and find a sponsor. Do you want a sponsor? No, no, I just noticed that old Russie's sponsored by Tuck It In. Whatever Tuck It In is, that's what my mum used to shout at me. I could probably have a word with Ann Summers. We could be sponsored by Ann Summers' uh, party plans. Oh, yeah, why not? Oh, if you want to sponsor, if, if you feel... Well, he's got his deal with free retro. Uh, my shirt turned up. So if if you uh, listening, Amos Poles, thank you very much for my winnings. Um, my shirt turned up at the weekend. Thanks to the great post service. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you very much. So check it out when he does his next competition. And um, someone else, it's it's. Uh... Len's turn. Then, yeah, we will. And we'll try and see if we can an act to it of more than just the podcast uh, presenters. 
Yeah. He, he, uh, he said, uh, if I don't get offended by Nigel's take of my accent and an accent when I'm ill, you are forgiven, my good friend. Uh, I feel really bad now, like what I said last week. Yeah. Oh, good. You should. Yeah. I, I never feel bad. Uh, and I must admit, when I took the mickey out of him the first week, I did question myself. And then I thought, no, wake up. He'll be all right. Um, on last week's podcast, and I totally get what Len meant when he said it says a lot about a player when they change nationality. With that in mind, what does Len feel about Declan Rice doing the same? Well, he's on the phone to a club legend, but we'll save that, Dodsey. Yeah. Who, 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 which club legend is he on the phone to? I don't know. He didn't say, but we'll find out. Um, it would be Ray Stewart, um, Phil Parks, or... or... Alan Devonshire. All right, okay. You've missed the one, those three. Yeah, you missed a few out, but still, never mind. I'm, I'm the ones that talk to him on a regular basis. Got to be one of them. Well, I know more talk to him on a regular basis. Okay, all right. Um, I mean, I can answer about Declan Rice. I thought what Declan Rice done was shameful, really, in in um, putting on the really? green. Yeah, I do. Born in Surrey. Hold oh, up. Lived in England all right. his life. And he shouldn't have took the Republic of Ireland. Never sure. thought he was going to get a uh, Sh- uh, England. Let's get this right, yeah? He didn't. He played three internationals for him. Four internationals. Friendlies only. I know it's a stupid rule. It's the rule. Before that... he was the age of 21 when he was oh, just no. a kid. Oh, no. But he played youth. He played under-17s, 19s, 21s. Uh, the Republic of Ireland... Uh, youth system would have invested money in him, yeah, in on those trips and doing all that. Has he paid the money back? Probably. No, of course not. Good luck to him. He's a Surrey-born kid. I don't, in Kingston. Yeah. Now in Bandit, was living in Chesington. Should the local have thought boy. about that before he pulled on oh, the green shirt. Yeah, but, all right, we're well, moaning about Jack Grealish and all the other people who have done it. Then. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Everyone thinks... Oh, difference yeah? I'll tell you, there is a difference, yeah? If, if I don't know if Jack Grealish pulled on a full international shirt and took a cap and stood there while the national anthem was played, yeah? All right. Well, do you do you believe then, because he's never been Irish, his, his, his um, uh, grandparents were Irish, I think. Yeah. I think his mum and dad were born in this country yeah. as well. Do you believe then that once you're in a country, you can never leave? You can never get dual nationality or, or become a citizen of another country? No. Once you're in, you're in for life? No. I think if... What's, if, what's if, this about this tribal thing that once you've signed up, it's it's tribal and it's oh, bullshit. Oh, no, Sean, there's a difference. Once you've bullshit. played, yeah, for the first, you know, represented that country... Who sets the rules? You set the rules? It's like you're in town or out of town. Who sets you the rules? Can't, you can't... You can't as Who it, sets the rules? FIFA, actually. Well, and this was allowed, yeah? Hold up. He is allowed to move. Yeah, but what does it say? How can you play for one country and then say, actually, I've he changed He got a mind. better offer. Oh, he got oh, a better offer. It don't work like that. Well, then, well, then if, if you're going to keep it like that, then the the... the club that supports you you can never move you should stay loyal to the club you should stay at west ham if you're born in the academy you should stay in a well, local club funny. there's no transfer let's get rid of transfers yeah. But... yeah let's get rid of transfers completely well, right? we need to move to and do just... that 
Really? Yeah, there is a move to get rid of transfer fees. Because actually, when you look at it, if football is a business, yeah, mm. and he's operating in the business world, tell me, out in the business world, where they pay transfer fees for people. I, I like the American draft system. Do you know how that works? Yeah. If you're a crap, you get the first draft. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I really like that. No. So whoever comes last in the league or, or wasn't relegated gets a first pick. They don't have relegation in America, Sean. I know they don't because it's all franchise. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Um, I like that idea. I think that would really be fun. Uh, the, the, the worst you are that you get the first pick. And I'll tell you how it works. If you look at um, it, so the Cleveland Browns, I think for in 16, 17, 17, 18, I think were the worst team. They, 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 they won one game in two years. So they had the best player. So they had the best player for a few years running. And for the first time, God, I can remember, probably since the 90s, they actually made the playoffs. Oh, wow. So, this is, you know, I think they've won 14 games this season. or, or You know, and, it, and that's more games than they've won in the past four or five years. What did I miss here? Why are you talking about American football? About, all right, so Dodsey's asked you a question. He said, uh, it's uh, he liked what you, he, he got what you meant when you said it, it says a lot about a player when they change nationality. Yeah. With that in mind, what do you feel about Declan Rice doing the same? Now, I've had Mark... Oh, exactly the same. Yeah. I feel exactly the same. I don't think he's... He's on, yeah. Ray Stewart wishes everyone a happy new year. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh legend he is. Oh, yeah, well... Just to change the subject and not carry on about... Sean had Ray Stewart. <laughs> Who did you say it was? Leonard De Niro? Ray Stewart. <laughs> I said that. It's the I first know. name I said. That's what I said. Sean Ray Stewart. I, he, he rattled off three and I'm thinking he ain't said David Cross. So uh, I, I was hoping it was David Cross. Cause oh, Cross, he wouldn't be up this late. Wow. Yeah, he's right. Crossy would be in yeah, bed, be, bed now. Nine Having a brew. Yeah, he'd be having <laughs> his, his pre, pre-bed brew. Yeah. And then... Taking the long walk to his bedroom oh, in his massive house. Incoming. I've just had been sent a press release by the club. Come on and do it then. Uh, David Sullivan Jr. donates back to school items a non-profit of Louisiana. So what's that? Interesting. All right. Anyway. He's, he's, donated, um, he's donated something to a uh, American school. Oh, that's I don't good. know. I, I, I'll tell you about it later. Yes. Uh, right, blah, blah, blah. The question to all. With everything Antonio's done for the team, playing in every position bar, goalkeeper and centre-back, where do you think he will sit in the all-time West Ham top 50 players? What player? Antonio. It's oh, a know. good question, isn't it? That's who Ray was talking about on the phone. Mm. Is it? He just rang you up to talk about Antonio? No, everyone's rings up to see how I am. He's a mate, isn't he? He's not like the new footballers today. A bond exists, Sean. I'm not like you after people's stories and shit. You just keep right, it Right, give me some lines. Ray, give me some lines. No. <laughs> no, he's just a mate, isn't he? What did he say? Let me write this down. What did he say? He said about Antonio. Ray, Ray said, "How are you doing?" And I was, uh, and we had a little chat. 
and asked if our things were up there. Did you, you say I'm doing today. a podcast? Yeah. He said, oh, do you yeah. want to get back to you? I said, no, it's Sean and Nigel. Rather talk to you. And plus, I'll be, you know, you know, I'll tell them, if, you know, on the podcast. So I asked how I was doing. He said, it's cold up there. He said, we've got to get through it, all of us. And he said, what do you think of how we're playing? He says, um, he hopes, uh, hopes Allardyce does well, but he doesn't want them not against us. He's up, pleased with Moyes. He's pleased with the team. He said he thinks Antonio is fantastic, but he can't just be... We need to get someone else in. He doesn't know who, but it can't just be about Antonio all the time. We need some support. Tell me something I'm not telling anyone else. And, um, yeah, that's that really. Okay. It's a bit sad now. Oh, I don't it's think I'll run that on Clarence and you. No. Anyway, how many have we got left? You, I'll tell Nigel, I ain't telling you. Anyway. <laughs> I, I do need to write some Man, articles right, can, tonight. Can you answer the question? That, uh, Len done well there, to be fair, because normally you need subtitles listening to Ray Stewart. It's very clear today. Oh. It's very calm. I like the way, you know, you say it's cold up there. It's cold up there in August. Um, I mean... It's dark up there. Yes. Where is he? He lives Perthshire. Just outside Perth. Yeah. Okay. That's in Australia. Nah, Perth in Scotland is beautiful. Do you know there's a town in Perth called Pit Lockery? It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Perth and spent, um, I spent two hours or three hours, I think. I was waiting to collect money. It's a long story. But anyway, I was waiting to collect money and I had to meet the bloke in Perth Railway Station. And the cab driver was a ringer for Billy Conley. Uh, and me and my mate, obviously, we'd gone there. So we, we had to wait in the in the canteen. There's a cafe. In, in the, and we were like, you know, like fair, a fair grand attraction. Because everybody walked in. The woman behind the counter went, hey, like, here, two cockneys here. Like, pointed at me and my mate. All the all the cab drivers. This cab driver was the big yin. That's what they called him. He walked in That's and right, he yeah. looked like Billy Con. You know, like when Billy had all the air and the and the weird goatee beard with the thing. That's what he looked like. And a lovely bloke. He sat with us for half hour. We had a cup of tea and all that and a chat. And I we yeah, waved through two scotch pies. I tell you, lovely. I do love a scotch pie. Oh, I don't know. they're not good for you, but. It's sheep, isn't it? It's mutton and scotch pie. Is it? Well, it's nice, mate. Yeah, I, I won't so. knock it. Anyway, where do we think Antonio will be in the all-time top 50? Oh, we yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a question. Dragging this on, aren't we? Um, <laughs> it's it's going to be, I oh, know, it's going to be 30-something, you know? It's 30? Be, that way? Yeah, yeah I know. All-time top I'm, 50? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be, mate, if you could say, um, you know, Late 30s, maybe. Let's say late 30s. I'm being generous. Mm, when he finishes, I... mm. is this our honest opinion or what's perceived? Our honest opinion. What's your opinion? Honest... My honest opinion. Um, yeah, just in top 30. But, you know, Premier League adds a bit of VAT, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean by that? They sort of, because it's a pre- in the Premier League era, the club. Oh, the club would be all over him, not a rash. Yeah. 
Blimey, if the best we um, can do is Colton Cole and Marlon Airwood. All right, let me ask you a full-up question. Well, hold on, I'll answer. I think, for me, it'll it, it'll get like 48, 49. It might get right. or 50. Because I, let I, me I, ask I, you all a full-up question. Where does Dimitri Payet fit within that top 50? He's not in it. Not in it. Oh, See, I think he is. Question. I know. Because you know, you know he's in it. He, he is in it. knows he's in it. That's what he's saying. No, right I'll, I'll tell you what, and this is the thing, yeah. For me, there's only I think 36 players that have ever won a cup medal for West Ham. So straight away, I put all 36 players in. Oh, the really? Right? Yeah. So they're all going, and then we got the likes of your mate. Uh, then Vic Watson. Um, has to get in and, and people like that. If we're going all-time top 50, uh, J- Jimmy Ruffle, um, Len Golden. Uh, this is it. You're talking about people that no one's seen. Exactly. And you, you, oh, you, oh, no, if no, it's no. a top 50 in your mind or as an historian or is like... as a popular vote, Nigel. No, this is me, yeah, looking, thinking, oh, the all-time God, top thing. It's not fantasy world. They, they, it's you not. can't ignore what what came before. Yeah, but most yeah. people do, out of out of sight, out of mind. No, they that's don't your main. No, that's that's, that's they not that's know not Jimmy Ruffle is or, or Watson is, etc. The question wasn't... Do you know who Jimmy Ruffle is? Internet. Do you know what Jimmy yeah, Ruffle is? Who was he then? Come yeah. on, quickly. quickly. The West Ham player. Yeah. Give, give me the one thing why he should be there. He scored a lot of goals. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. I don't know. I can't. I remember him <laughs> in the 50s. Sean, yeah. Sean, do you know... This is why I make a big deal about David go on. Cross. Is West Ham's highest scoring number nine. Yeah, I know that. I know that. I know it's just a number on the back, but when you talk about number nines, and there's, of course, he's got 99 goals to West Ham, and they do murals of Haller before he's even. Yeah, I know. know. Have they painted over that yet? (laughs) I don't know. But it wasn't even. uh, It was on somebody's. uh, I don't know. Anyway, this was a commercial project, wasn't it? Yeah. I won't. I'll stop talking. Can we just caveat that. that by saying Jet vs. War number 10, just in case? Yeah, exactly. I know that. This is a point I'm making. I think it was 11, wasn't it? He was. 10 uh, uh, not. or not. Oh, Jimmy Ruffle was an England number because he was definitely Jimmy, number 10. Jimmy Ruffle was an outside left. See, Google's a great thing, but you've still not said what What was it about Jimmy Ruffle? Why he made 500 appearances for West Ham. Which was... Half a century. Ah, oh, see, you see, you've still the, the thing is, he was the he played more games for West Ham than anyone else until Bobby Moore turned up. Oh, there you go. But hang on, uh, the second most playing uh, was Billy Bonds, yeah. No, Billy Bonds now has played more games for West Ham than anyone else. Without looking, can you tell me who's number two on the list? Without looking, Billy Bonds. Billy Bonds is number one on the list. Oh, sorry, um, um, Bobby Moore. No, Frank Lampard, uh, senior. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, I did know that, actually. Well, you didn't, because you just got it wrong. Yeah, I forgot that. Oh, you forgot it. Right, you tell me who number three is. Uh, uh, number three, uh, I think, is Alvin Martin. Let's have a look. You're wrong. Hold on, hold on. So, it's Bobby Moore. Frank, uh, oh, no, Bobby Moore played more games than yeah. Alvin Martin. Yeah, 
And and Jeff. then there was someone above but uh, Alvin Martin. Um, Jeff Hurst, isn't it? No, no, it's not Phil Parks, is it? No, it's no. It's staring you in the face, man. Frank Lampard with six hundred and seventy. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yes. Bobby Moore with six hundred and forty-seven. The next one played six hundred and forty-three. Come on, you tell him, Len. Well, it, it, it's, it's not Alvin. Nope. He uh, played Alvin's 596. Yes. Yeah. 643. You're going to kick yourself. Yeah, I know I am. I know the answer. Um, Everyone's shouting it down there. I Billy, know they are. Billy Bond's 799. Frank Lampard for 670. And it's, it's not Bobby Jeff Moore's 647. This person at 643. Then there's Alvin Martin. Well, it's it? No. no. You're going to kick yourself. Absolutely kick yourself. Oh, of course. It's, 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 uh, hang on a minute. <laughs> this is hilarious. I know. It's a... Do you want me to give you a clue? Yeah, give... No, 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 no. I'm not Googling it. I'm trying to... It's Bobby Moore. No, Bobby it's Moore's Bobby third. Moore. Um, Bobby Moore's third. So, right, sorry, go from the top. Billy Bond. Billy oh, Bond. Trevor, it's Trevor. Oh, it's Trevor Brooking. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say there's a stand named after him. How could yeah, you lot Trevor two not get Trevor Brooking? Yeah, on, I, God. he hadn't paid me enough money, so I forgot all about it. Oh, Sir oh, Trevor don't Brooking. Be like that. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Come on, I've got a right. All right, yeah. So, uh, Darren Kitchen says, now Al has gone, which, oh, Brady out. Brady yeah, out. Uh, he, he mentioned the question. Sorry, Dodsey to finish. He mentioned the question about Gold Sullivan Brady, but we'll cover that when we do that. Now that Al has gone, says Darren Kitchen, which player was the most Diafro Sacco brackets miserable face at the club? So who is the new more miserable? So who's the new miserable player? Well, when he went off the pitch, Ben Rama wasn't too Ooh, good. Good shout! There, he was then. no Frank Carson, was he? No, no. Well, that was disappointed because he was being subbed off. Me, I'd yeah. go Lanzini. I'm getting in early. He's a miserable fucker. All right. All right. Unless he's hanging oh. with his Tottenham mates. Arsenal scored oh. again. All right. So, any more you to answer then? What's that? Most miserable player. No, I don't think we know <laughs> anymore. None of them are miserable, really. We are dilly we dallying tonight. Okay, oh, no, I'm no, you know. Stuart Pierce. He I'm never smiles. He always looks miserable at the. I know he's a player, but. I don't know a player. He's focused, isn't he? Um, deal. Here's the deal. He looks miserable, sitting there on the bench, not being used. There you go. That's his answer. Move on. Nicholas Harvey. Evening, lads. Uh, Brady out. Brady out. He says, Burnley, decent first half. Not as good in the second half. Should really have had another goal or two. Uh, he says, 29 points as we approach halfway of the season. Well done, boys. You've exceeded expectation. I'm warming to you. Warming, he says. <laughs> he promises not to call you Divering Dave anymore. If Josh King wants 120 grand a week, we should tell him to do one. Appointing new directors just so they can watch the games is pathetic. Question time. Leonard of Canning Town. Uh, yes. Lord Leonard. 
We should add. Uh, should we sign Dawson on a permanent? Yes. Not, not for too long, but yeah, why yeah. not? Nigel, we sign no one in January. Would it be a disaster? No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a disaster. With the squad's all right, to be fair. It's all right. I'm not saying it's great, but it's got us to this position and it can probably crack us on into the top 10. Sean. Yeah. Is any other Premier League club appointed new directors just so they can go to games with their mates? It's a good question. I don't know. Um, I, I was surprised a bit, and then let me tell you why, right? When I first ran the story, there was a backlash. People going, oh, this is outrageous, etc. And I said to the club, when I found out the truth, I said, I expect a big backlash of why the board have pointed, allowed their mates to go and, and season tickets go. But I was wrong. There was no backlash. I, perhaps because everyone thought it was a more sinister reason. In the end, they went, oh, it's just so they can watch football. Oh, that's all right then. And there wasn't a backlash. Oh, no, that's it. all right. I think what it is, is we expect nothing less from these bunch of shysters. To be fair, Paul from Lincoln. Next up, Dave Trevitt. Dave, we've already wished you better, mate. Um, but it's good that you, you, you're out and posting here. He says, evening all, very quick one. He said, because he's not in a great place. And he don't expect Nigel to read this, but hey-ho. Uh, thanks to my friends on here for well wishes. And Sean, what you said about Richard Dodds last week was disgusting. You should feel shame. At the very least, apologise. Brady I have apologised. Apologize. As you will have heard, Dave. Sean as a humble pie. Well, he's, he's had extra. Although milk. you know what, you know what Dodds is like. He does get, put it around a bit, you know. He puts it around a bit, does he? He does, yeah. He's <laughs> here, there, and everywhere, you know. <laughs> you got away with words for you, Arthur. Well, he does put it around a bit. He, puts it, he gets about a bit. I think you mean gets around. Well, it's the same thing. No, it ain't put putting it around a bit. a bit. I think Penny might have a word with him. Gets about a bit. Penny knows he gets about a bit. Yeah, all right, all right. Him. yeah all right. It's true. Yeah. How is he anyway? He's recovering well. Oh, good. He's gone back to his normal accent this week. Oh, good. <laughs> um, on Twitter, very quickly. Uh, to be fair, it's Paul from Lincoln. Uh, oh, oh. I enjoy, if you're not following him, Paul T, Lincoln Hammer, follow him on Twitter. Very nice person. Posts uh, very funny and, and everything else, but also not, he was quite high in my estimation, but after reading what he did earlier this week, went up even higher in my estimation. So well done, son. Ninth listening here, lads. Another one claiming it. I think we've got about 50 people claiming to be the ninth listener, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we should have mugs made or a T-shirt, I'm your ninth listener. Uh, if Moyes carries on the trajectory uh, of improving the club in all areas, adding quality in the needed positions, uh, brackets, players that see us as a step up in their career, that he spelt their wrong, but don't worry, and not a step down payday like before, where do you think we'll be this time next year? Sort of covered that in a way, but you, you can answer it quickly if you want. Um, uh, we'll be in another year, still in the Premier League. Same. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did. Steady top half team. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, that's where I think we'll be roughly the same as we are. I think we're here for the next two or three years. And then once we get um, <laughs> Scott Parker, then we can kick on. Anyway, oh. <laughs> next up, it's the old Mark Reaper, or as we like to call him, Kevin. Uh, senior sources have an opportunity to take us to the next level. We are having a great season and Moids needs backing. Many cubs are financially weak and bargains are to be had. Senior sources should put their hand in their pocket. Brady out, out, out. Brady out. Um, there you go. What do you think about that, Sean? I d- I quickly well, what do you want me to say? Well, the, the only thing I'll say is... I, have they made I'm guessing there's money there for him if he wants to spend it not a lot of money but I'm guessing that they have said look it's 20 million or whatever go and see what you can get yes no yeah I I, I think do we know is there a figure or I don't know what the figure is no No. well that's good though That, that is good because it means um, you know, as Moyes said, he wants to keep the business private. So the, the, the fact that Moyes is... How do you even know that? That's, that's, that? that alone is is something that shouldn't be known. Well, it'll be known tomorrow, wouldn't it, with most of the power well, It'll be known in an hour and seven minutes. <laughs> right, so I think I'm safe in saying it now, yeah. uh, uh, that, that Moyes is, uh, uh, wants us to do business privately, um, which is good, which is you know, which is how it should be. It's not good for people like you and others. Um, it means you've got to work harder for your stories. You yeah. better not say, you better put anything I said that Ray said on Clout and News. I've just, said, I, I've just said it's not good enough for me to write a story. Right. I said that on live on air. Fair enough. To be, come on, Sean. Half <laughs> the crap you write to turn around and say that ain't good enough. That's 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 not. If you if I see a fucking headline that says West Ham legend hopes Allardyce does well, I'll be fucking down and you know I'll turn the bridge. <laughs> Sue me. Talk to my lawyers. Yeah. You'll meet Ron and Ron. Uh, and that's ended Facebook Twitter question time. Good. Um, predictions then. One near West Ham. You've already said that, yeah. Actually, I'm not too sure that will be that. I'm hoping it's a bit more than that. I want to be on the hour mark. I want to know the wins in the bag, but I know I'm asking a lot. Uh, do you want to redo your? Because I'll take one. Near no, West one near West Ham. I'll go two near no, West Ham. I'll keep one near. Nigel, we've got two games to do, haven't we? Um. Uh, I'd Have we? Draw nil-nil. Have we got two games? You say nil-nil. Um, well, it depends, because uh, if you recalled on Wednesday, maybe you haven't. But let, let's do the prediction. What's after um, Baggies? I can't remember. Palace. Doncaster. Oh, yeah. Is it? He's right. He's right. I'm Doncaster. Right. Three nil. You should just write that as a given. Uh, oh, he's Nick 3-0. Uh, right, I'll go 2-0 then. I was going to go 2-0. Um, you know what's left. 2-1. <laughs> no one's took the one nil. <laughs> oh. uh, That's it, isn't it? Right. That's it. That's I'll, it. 
I've been Sean. That felt like a long podcast. I've been Sean. Uh, Nigel has been... In my shed. Uh, Len has been... Um, slowing the podcast down. Um, and that's it. Rather a lot. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. And I'm letting you listen to Deepak, or Deepart even, Declan Rice. Everyone's saying he's leaving. And I've I've muted them so you can listen to Declan Rice. That one. Like last year, we nearly went down, so respect the rise. Grab a ball and I run with it like I'm Declan Rice. It was broke, now I'm just trying to mend my mind. Writing lines, yeah, I'm living at detention life. Yeah, I'm living at detention life. I don't need your acceptance. I grab a ball and I run with it like I'm Declan Rice. Yo. Was moving at a good pace through a spanner in the wheel You ain't Declan Rice that roll with hammers in the field But neither have I, but at least I don't claim to have Really ain't the same as man working, got this fame to grab Don't care about money, I just want to be heard I just want to stand out, not just be one of the herd you heard the deep parts, the realest out. Didn't think I'd chart, so can you tell me how you're feeling now? A good team had to put feelers out like a scout does. The realest out can't have that conversation without us. See, I only put facts on the beat. So if this music don't pay it straight back to the street, you see, I see these men there and attack when it's right. That's a CDM there, are you catching these rhymes? You can buy a bear packs, but ain't a match for the side. You can buy a bear packs, but ain't a match for the side. No, no. Yeah, we nearly went down, so respect the rise. Got the ball and I run with it like I'm Declan Rice. Anyway, available on Amazon and iTunes. See you next week. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.